Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Kerry the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 242 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Kerry the Metal Geek, along with... I am Brutal Dave. What's up, Brutal Dave? And... And I am Not-So-Brutal George. What's up, Not-So-Brutal George? The band is back together. Um, it's been, a, like, as George said earlier, it's been a hot minute. Uh, we've all had some stuff going on our on our lives. I was, uh, I went on a vacation for, like, five days. I went on another cruise. And uh, it was fun. We went with some friends for the first time. We've been trying to get them to go on a cruise for, like, years. And they, they're the ones who approached it to us. We're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we'll go. Where'd y'all go this time? Uh, it was a Royal Caribbean. It was the Voyager of the Sea. So it's like one of the smaller ships. Uh, not small, small, but like medium size, I guess. It's basically a sister ship to the one we were on in April. There was maybe like one small difference. But uh, holy crap, the schooner bar, I discovered my two new favorite drinks on any ship I've ever had. One with a toasted marshmallow old-fashioned. Sounds okay. just as good as it sounds, but uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's basically what what it sounds like. It's uh, they make it with cocoa bitters and toasted marshmallow syrup. It's really good, actually. How do you think? Remind me, remind me what they. I don't know. They they squeeze it out of the marshmallow somehow. I don't know. Remind me uh, what an old fashioned consists of again, because I, I yeah, old fashioned is one of my favorite drinks, and I had a few the first couple days on the ship, and they were not good. Whoever I, I asked a couple people, do you know how to make them well? They're like, oh yeah, did not. Uh, so you have to have the the right um, uh, recipe really to make it taste good. So it's a whiskey or a bourbon, you can make it any way you want. Um, and it usually will have, it'll have some kind of bitters like Angus, like, uh, Angus, I can't think of how to say it, but usually they'll put orange peel, orange, and then like cherry and muddle that up at the bottom and then make the drink with that. But all the ones I had on that ship were so fucking orange forward. It was overwhelming. Hmm. Uh, I, I was drinking like whiskey sours, which were much better, uh, that type of deal, but. They had this one drink at that bar. It was as long as it gets you drunk. What, you know, that's the weird thing. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. It was called a peanut butter tropic. It was exactly what it sounds like. It was fucking delicious. It was peanut butter screwball whiskey, which I've never had before. Pineapple juice, bitters, and lemon juice. I thought you had a nut allergy. Uh, to tree nuts. Tree is peanuts, not a tree nut. Peanuts yeah, are ground nuts. They're not even nuts, nuts, actually. Cashews and peanuts I can have just because of that. They're uh, legumes. Legumes, exactly. I, I can have legumes, which is opposite than most people, you know. Most people are allergic to, like, peanuts, but right. I, don't know if, I don't know if I could survive without peanut butter. I'm, I'll tell you that. The more you know. <laughs> but it was really fucking good. But, yeah, there was a couple nights where I wasn't feeling anything. So, you know, you drink a lot of drinks on these ships, and I'm sure they do water stuff down a little bit, but 
when you're drinking stuff with so much like sugar content and then fruit juice and all that kind of stuff, it sort of counterbalances for me. And I do have a high tolerance for alcohol. It does take me a little bit more sometimes than most people. Um, I'm sure if I drank something with a higher volume of alcohol just straight up and I'm good, like I, but I don't drink beer. I don't drink that kind of stuff. When I drink to like, when I change to like on the rocks, it's like, like crown on the rocks or gentleman Jack on the rocks. I was, I was feeling better if you know what I'm saying, but yeah, Karen was feeling lit. I was lit. Just one night, maybe. So you're one saying two. that uh, one of the secret ingredients of the cocktail specifically was watered down, like that, like that's a step I, in the cocktail making process on the ship. I I don't know for sure, but it felt like it because I was drinking a lot. We were drinking a lot, and I didn't get super fucking drunk ever. Which maybe, I maybe you were more drunk than you realized. Maybe with all the food, having a food coma the whole week was part of it. <laughs> we ate at the uh, at the restaurant every, almost every night. It was, you know, we're going on on the new Carnival Jubilee in December, which is like one of the biggest ships I've ever been on. This one, it was weird because like Carnival, people always ask me what's the difference between Carnival and Target. I'm uh, Target. Uh, Royal Caribbean. That was my Target favorite. does cruise ships now? Um, Carnival, I feel like it's a little bit more of a party environment. It's a little bit more, I don't want to say low-key, but that's like the Walmart of cruise ships, and like Royal Caribbean is like the Target. It's basically the same, but it's just a little bit different. Um, you get a different vibe of people, I think, on Royal Caribbean than you do on, on Carnival. Um, and... There's things that Carnival do better, and there's things that Royal Caribbean does better. The The food in the main dining room is much better on Royal. The Carnival has, if you're hungry in the middle of the afternoon, there's more places for you to be able to eat at. Because like when the buffet closes at 3 and it's like 4 o'clock and you want something to eat, on Royal Caribbean, the only thing open is like pizza, the pizza. And it's, you don't want to eat, pizza's okay, but you get tired of it, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's like uh, yeah. the pop century at Disney. Yeah. When everything yeah. closes and all that's left is the pizza. Exactly. Yep. That was when we stayed at uh, a Caribbean beach resort. Mm-hmm. We ate so much pizza on that trip. It was, we were, we were done with pizza for like six months. after. Right. <laughs> Couldn't even look at pizza again. In well, and part of it was because they were uh, on, on the meal plan. Yeah. Pizzas were relatively cheap on the meal plan. You could get a whole pizza for like, I think it was two counter service credits and like oh, wow. they were big. You could feed everybody on one. And so because of that, that was our easy go-to meal. And we were fucking sick of pizza by the end of it. I just have to, uh, breaking news. We never really do this. I just saw this article that Trivium's Matt Hafey is going to the score. Yeah, that, don't spoil it. Don't what? spoil it. Spoil what? Exactly what you're about to say. Don't spoil it. Oh, that's something you're, okay. I, got, I think I got you. Okay. Is, are we looking forward to something in uh, Tickling Your Geek? Maybe. Okay. Let's not All spoil right. it. Let's not spoil it. All right. I got you. Uh, but now going back real quick to the, the, the carnival thing is, you know, in the afternoon, they on the Lido deck where the pool is, they have a taco place and they have guys' burgers. There's stuff around. No matter what time of day it is, you're going to find something to eat. Royal Caribbean, you had to sort of plan your afternoon out. Like if you ate like... Like one day we ate like a really late breakfast, like 1030, right? We weren't hungry for lunch. 
until like four o'clock and then there's nothing there, you know, it's just, it's frustrating that way, but we had a good time. Um, I, I, I don't know which ship of which cruise line I like better. Um, like I said, just things I like on each one that you guys have never been on a cruise, right? I've been yeah. on one cruise in Greece. Though, in Greece? But was, yeah, but it was like a much smaller cruise. Yeah. Did you enjoy it at all? Uh, it was fine. I mean, it was my 21st birthday, and I was with my dad, so. Yeah, that's as, true. As much fun as that could be. I went on a lot of cruises as a young kid with my grandma because she owned a travel agency, and there's nothing like being an eight-year-old kid alone on a cruise ship in the 80s with your grandma. There's nothing to do. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Now there's, I mean, now there's like, they really do focus on things for kids to do, but back in the, like the eighties, not too much. Mm. So is that, is that where the love for cruises stem from for you? You think? Um, yeah, I, I do like them a lot. Um, my mom loved, my mom and my uncle loved going on cruises. They went on cruises as much as they could. And usually not all the time, but I would go with them, of course. But, you know, before, 21 right after the pandemic is you know we were looking to go somewhere and we're like why don't we go to to las vegas which have been to vegas before a few times and we looked at carnival and it was half the price to, to go on the like a week long carnival cruise and it was to go to vegas for just like four days you know well they, Airfare, gotta, like, they gotta pay for that big ass fucking dome thing that they just yeah, right that's true and then once we started doing a couple of carnival cruises they just started throwing all these fucking deals at us you know and then that just became our thing to do very cool i mean they're relatively comparatively not that expensive you know mm. depends on what you do if you get the drink package and all that kind of stuff yeah or you don't get the drink package and you drink a lot that's where it starts to add up but they're still fun and dave you're not a cruise kind of guy right uh just i i don't really see the appeal it's never jumped out at me as something that seemed like something I'd want to do. Uh, I will tell you, I get my best sleep I've had recently was turn that shit on cold in the inside cabin, completely fucking dark. And I, I sleep like a fucking baby. It's nice. You don't ship. get like weird, like hotel light, light under the door shit. I hate. No, that. no, not at all. And, you know, a lot of people... Then the boat rocks, and then you, like, move with the ocean. It, it rocks me to sleep, I'll tell you that much. A lot yeah, of people, you I, know, they At this get, point, like, I, I'd feel like I, I would go on one and yeah. and have the experience, uh, but, like, I'm not, like, going out of my way a lot to do it, you know? Like, uh, I don't personally feel a great deal of motivation, but, I will tell you, uh, I am looking to book one for my birthday in 24, which is a big birthday for me. Um, which so, means you have to go, Dave. I'm just kidding. So, I mean, you have to go, but we're trying to book something locally. So maybe whoever wants to come can come. Um, but we're still, we're still looking into that. But next year is going to be my 50th. So got to do something cool, right? Crazy. If you're going to do it, got to do it big. I know. Um Speaking of doing big, the weekend we got back uh, from the cruise, we got the cruise left on a Saturday. We got back on Thursday, right? I was so nervous that I I was OCD on the ship because we about 
you know, washing my hands after everything. And it's just trying to stay as safe as possible. Did like, not get I, sick? I did not get sick. Uh, because Saturday I had something very fucking important to do. I went to the Days of the Dead show. The first one they had here in Houston. They've had them all over like Las Vegas, L.A. Uh, not even Halloween. Yet. How are you, know. you celebrating Day of the Dead? Uh, but it's a horror convention. But for some reason, they brought Mickey Dolenz from the Monkees into the show here in Houston. Did they ever explain with a connection to that? There's the very first... Rob Zombie Halloween movie. He was a character in it. If you remember that movie, he go they they go to a gun shop and Mickey Dolenz was the gun shop owner. In House of a in Thousand Corps? No, no, no. The first Halloween movie that Rob Zombie did. Oh well, oh. those those were terrible. So I, I ignored those. <laughs> Whatever. It it brought him to Houston, and uh, I gotta tell you that was like a really fucking cool day for me. I'll tell you that much. It was like. It was, I've met him before, but it was so briefly, like back in the nineties, it was really like meeting my idol again. We did the, we did the pro photo op, which is so cool. Did you, did you tell him that you uh, met him before? I did. Oh, he's just like, oh, cool. And then because on. <laughs> you've been to my house in above my couch or like this painting this uh, that's hanging above my couch of like this, it's almost like a universe type of thing with different colors. Yeah. That he did that. Oh, cool. Um, but I, I did. I showed him that. It was like the whole, the whole meeting with him was like very like out of body for me. I got, <laughs> I got. You, a, had, you uh, had to take pictures just to make sure it actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I paid. You, you could pay twenty five dollars to get your uh, like a selfie. But the the lady, her agent, his agent was a somebody that I know. Her name is Jody Ritson, who. She's on the Monkey Radio, Monkey Mania Radio, all the kinds of stuff, and I, I've known her. And she just, ha- I just handed her my phone. And she just started taking all kinds of fucking photos. So that's cool, which is really cool. It was worth it for that. I got four things signed. Right, the first thing I got, I got him to sign my arm because mm-hmm. I decided a couple days before the show. You know what? Why don't I get his signature on my arm and go get it tattooed? And that's exactly what I did that day. All like, right. How, like, how does it feel to have someone else's signature on your body? Uh, feels good. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, why would I sign my own? I'm not going to do my own signature, right? I was joking, Carrie. Yeah, don't don't. Someone my, else owns that arm now. Mickey Dolan's owns that arm now. Right? They're like, are you going to get it uh, uh, certified and all that? I'm like, yeah. And if I ever try to sell it, what I'm going to do? Chop my arm off? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> cut a piece of my skin off you know um, how, how dedicated are you is the question here but he was cool with that because like i made sure beforehand i asked his his handler and she's like oh yeah he would do that because he's done apparently he's done it before and i got him to sign my joe eisman piece of the monkeys and the black metal makeup did he go I was like normally i sign boobs but <laughs> no <laughs> i did not take my boobs out i'm sorry um they would have really had to shave it down before <laughs> it's gonna be a minute sorry hold on mickey um and uh i got him to sign that which was really cool because i already had nesmus to sign it and then i got him to sign uh an eight by ten i have of the tick and arcer of like from the cartoon that was signed already signed by Townsend coleman who plays the tick and arcer played art i mean mickey Dolan's played arcer in the first season 
So now I just need to get Rob Paulson to sign it. It'll have like the trifecta. That'd be cool. When Tick first came out, I want to yeah. say like 93, 94. 92, I think. Oh, was it that early? I think so. Did you know Mickey Dolenz was the voice of Arthur before that? Well, yes and no. I mean, it wasn't like the internet was around to, to like really. But that first time I ever watched him, like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm uh, looking it up. First season. Yeah, you're right. It was 94 of the first season. They only did three seasons of that show, but yeah. Um, before the internet. But yeah, uh, the other thing we got signed was the the photo op. We got that printed. We had him sign that, which I thought would be pretty cool. Um, you know, because you pay for every autograph. I don't, it doesn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money that day, I'll tell you that much. We, 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 we won't ask for the final count. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, it was $50 an autograph. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, there you go. That and a, then there you go. It's a lot of monkeys. It was a lot of money. A lot of monkey money. <laughs> a lot of monkey money. There you <laughs> plus go. The, uh, plus the uh, the pro photo op. So right, which was and that was I was separate too, huh? That was separate too. Yeah, that was probably the most expensive uh, photo op I've ever done. I've never um, actually done like a photo op with a celebrity before. I think this honestly it was only my second one. The other one we did. With a comic palooza one year, it was, um, hey Kim, Felicia Day, thank you. The voice. Dave, of have you ever done a uh, photo op with a celebrity before? No. Yeah, um, me, me neither. It's it that once again we found something else that doesn't really appeal to me. It doesn't uh, really I've, to me either. But I've done. Um, I've gotten some autographs from from celebrities at <laughs> events, but. Uh, usually that in, there's some story involved or something that, but the story is never, I stood in line and paid a fee and waited. Uh, yeah. that's not for me. I, I don't care that much. Um, uh, really about uh, most anyone I'm not, I don't know. I, I don't want to, I don't want to wait in the line. I don't want to pay a bunch of money to have like 45 seconds to like yeah. talk to this person at most and then you get shoved on i will be honest but, you get you get more time with the celebrity when you get an autograph at their, t- at their table uh the photo ops you he doesn't they told us beforehand they're like he doesn't like to shake hands we're like okay that's fine so when we came in it was only like eight people in the in the line it was very mm-hmm. it's it totally different than any other show i've ever been to is he like a germaphobe is that why he doesn't like to shake hands i mean would you i don't want to shake random strangers hands you know mm-hmm. but when we yeah, came in there, we were, when, it, when it got to our time, um, he did reach out and put his fist out first to fist bump both Kim and I. Oh, that's so, nice. So that was cool. And he said, hello. You know, it was one of those things that I'm like, I'm not looking. And the, you can look at the photo of me. I'm just like, I didn't know where to put my hand. That was, it was just awkward. <laughs> She's like, I'm not supposed to touch you, but I want to be close. <laughs> It was just so you quick. Doing you know? R- Ricky Bobby, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> exactly. That's how it feels. Um, I don't know if I do a pro photo. It depends on who it is. It, it have to be really somebody special, you know. But, so, like, I have uh, uh, it wasn't a professionally done photo, but like, I, I have a photo with Billy West, and I have a signed headshot from him. That's but cool. like that. That was a story because yeah. he was at an event that we were doing, and there was nobody there on Sunday. And so I, I was like, fuck, I'm going to go see if I can talk to Billy West for a while. I went over to his table again. There was nobody there. There was one kid there wow. and 
he and I watched Billy West construct a voice for a character for this kid. Nice. And it was it was incredible watching him like do that craft. Where and then that I hung out at Comic uh, it was in it was in Waco. Oh. Um and but then I like hung out and chatted with Billy West for half an hour. And so it was cool. And so I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll buy a headshot because now there's like a story and a cool experience. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't think we have. Um, it's like that time or... where we hung out with Dana Snyder for like yes. a whole two days. Yeah. Yep. And he did like custom artwork for us and shit. Yeah. I, I still uh, have that hanging. Does, my, does my waiting in line to take a picture with Mickey Mouse count? Yes. Okay, so that's the closest okay, I've ever had. And I've done that. Then. Yeah, I've yeah. done that. I've done, done that twice. That. <laughs> hey, so I pay I paid for I paid for pro, pro photo ops with two different Mickeys in. Mickey Mouse and Mickey Dolans. There you go. But yeah, and they, and they all have doesn't Mickey Dolans have something to do with Disney? I think he did something done stuff with Disney before, mm, right? No, not really. No? I thought no. he did. Like what? What are you thinking? I, I thought he did like uh one of like those old like uh, Disney movies. No. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Maybe. Um, yeah, but that was a, it was a, it really was a phenomenal day. It was uh, one of those, you know, like out of body, like the whole time. And you're so, just so totally worth it is what you're saying. You would totally do it again. It. 10, 10 stars. 10 out of 10. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Would do again. Yeah. That. That's good, cool. man. I'm glad you got a chance to hang out with some of you like, really idolize and God probably won't get a very many chances to do. No, exactly. That's why the tattoo had to be, it had to happen. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Everybody was on, everybody in my house was on board with it too. How, how much planning ahead was there for that? Or was that like a spur of the moment decision? Um, you know, I only thought about it a couple days before. Cause like I always thought about it after I met, I met Nesmus last time he played, it was like 2018 at uh, the Heights theater. Um, and then, Cause I bought the VIP ticket with like meet and greet. Right. Which was phenomenal. But I regretted not getting his, ta- his autograph then on and getting a tattoo. I thought about it, but I didn't do it. And that's when I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fucking do it. I mean, why not? And which is weird. Cause like we were sitting in the, um, it, this hotel that the, the convention was at, it was the same one where, uh, we went last month to, uh, the horror fest, right? Oh, uh, same hotel, same hotel. Wow. So it was weird. It was the same hotel where I had my bar mitzvah in 1987. Um, and so we were sitting in that bar area, you know, that remember that bar area, Dave, mm-hmm. the, yep. our friends, uh, our, uh, Butch and Nolan went with us and they were sitting at the table and they were drink, doing some drinks and stuff like that. We came back out after we met Mickey. Um, and we walked around the show floor a little bit and, uh, Mickey was at the bar just hanging out drinking. I'm like, mm. they're like, go talk to him. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. That's, I had my time. I don't want to go bugging now that he's like off. You know what I mean? He's okay. trying to have some alone time. You know, I'm not going to go bug the dude, but I'm sure other people would. But the, uh, so the days of the day was much smaller than the horror film festival. Do you remember uh, off to the left, uh, right outside the other door, Dave, there was, the two vendor rooms there, the first yeah. one, then you go into the second room. So that first mm-hmm. room at this show was where all the celebrities were. And then the second room was, was, was just the vendor room. That was it. Um, yeah. But on the upper the side where they had the other vendor room and stuff like that, they did have, that's where the photo ops were. And then they did have, they were showing films and stuff like that too. What kind of films? films? Porno. Porno films? Yeah, porno films. 
Shut up. No, they weren't showing porn. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what kind of festival are you going to, man? And what is Mickey Dolan's doing there? It's a good one. Carrie, you rolled with that so naturally that like George <laughs> bought it all the way. Was- I know. <laughs> he was like, really? What? Well, they did make a movie called Head, so Head it is not Head is technically a not about head. Well, try telling that to the people who made it. Did I make did I make you watch that movie? Yes, you did, unfortunately. Okay. Good. I'm glad. That was like one of the first things we did together when we first met. With Head? Yep. Okay. That's what I thought. I remember that now. There you go. Um, what about you guys? What have you guys been up to in in, in our off time? Dave, would you like to go first? Um, God, what have I been up to? Um, I went to I went to to Bat Fest. Bat <laughs> to, Fest? Yeah. Where? At, uh, the uh, Houston Arboretum. Nice. Uh, I thought it was, Houston had like a like the bats in Houston were going extinct or something. That may be why they do Bat Fest. Uh, they're, um, they're they're under the Wall Bridge or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're under uh, several of the bridges along like Allen yeah. Parkway, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was just like a little day long event that the Arboretum put on, and we like bats around here, so <laughs> we went to Bat Fest. Have you ever been to uh, the uh, the Bat event? Well, it happens every night in Austin on Congress Bridge. You ever been to that? No, I know I want to. It's but, pretty uh, neat. I mean, it gets a little overcrowded and stuff, and I don't think people are there for the right reasons for most of the part. But it's mm. pretty neat to see them all like fly out and stuff like that. Yeah, we uh, when we went to Carlsbad Caverns a couple years ago, we found out <clears throat> when we got there that they have a uh, an evening bat show essentially where you sit outside the mouth of the cavern and watch like thousands and thousands of bats come out. And unfortunately we had already, we had plans and reservations way, way down the road. And so we weren't able to do it, but that's something I'd love to do. So you've been to a cavern. Okay. Trivia question or not really trivia, but do you know the answer? Stalactite and stalagmite, which one to which? Fuck. Um, Hang on. Isn't stalactites hang down because they're hanging tight, and stalagmites is they're pushing up because they're full of mite? I didn't. That that wasn't the mnemonic I remembered. That that was the answer I was going to give, regardless. Yeah. So stalagmites come up from the ground. Stalactites. That's how I always remembered it. Yeah. Stalactites hold tight. Stalagmites push up for mite. Okay. Stalagmites mite. Get your balls. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's baffling to me going to places like that, uh, Carlsbad uh, Caverns, and thinking about the people who went in there with a fucking torch. Right. And that's it. And, like, that's all they had. Like Indiana like, Jones? That is that is crazy to me. Um because you know we had we when you go today you have the luxury of electric lighting and like paved <laughs> paths and you know yeah. a route drawn out for you and guardrails and safety equipment and shit like that. The idea that people just went down there is crazy to me. And I, and I I've know, never I never been. I've always wanted to go to those kinds. It of is things. a humbling experience. Like it. <laughs> The, the scope and scale of what you experience when you go to a place like that 
just the the feeling of oh my god I am underneath the earth <laughs> so and it it's yeah um I can understand why ancient peoples used caves for religious purposes. You know, because what? it is an awe-inspiring experience. You know, one of my biggest fears, which is, I've never really been in the situation, but movies, movie, no, not stalactites, um, movies, video games, anything like that. When they go into like a really tight area underground or something like that where they can barely fit through don't mm-hmm. watch cave explorers then okay dude. i won't that shit, that shit is that freaks me rough. out i've never been close enough to any of those situations in real life but just watching that stuff it's like on on cooking shows when they start using the mandolin the slicing shit i'm like yeah. oh, nope i have to look away yeah it's, dude, it, it's uh there, there was some video that resurfaced it was an old video of a guy who's uh a spelunker and he like goes cave diving underwater yeah and stuff like that and he got stuck oh yeah that's dangerous shit man yeah and i'm like dude i just i don't have that i don't have that in my brain to be like yeah, yeah i want to see how far i could push my body in this crack no nope. and, and then like you know the earth is always shifting anything could happen yeah mm-hmm. yep you, that, exactly it's right. like the uh, what was that? It was a found footage movie that I actually liked. Uh, As above, so below. I rewatched that recently for Halloween. It's a fun movie. I like that movie. I wish uh, I wish the, they would have spent a little more on it because it's like ninety minutes. But I would have. It's, yeah, it's a fun movie. But and the other cool thing is they actually get a lot of the. This is unusual. They actually get a lot of the magical history in it, fairly accurate, oh, really? which is which is pretty cool. Well, but the par- part of it, macabre, though. The part of it where they, uh, it's like the transition period where they have to squeeze through one by one. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is like the hardest part of that movie to watch for me. Yeah, the, the, the camera guy gets stuck and he has like a uh-huh. panic attack for like yes, three minutes. I would absolutely have a panic attack if I'm I got good. stuck in something like that. <laughs> Carrie's like, no, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Um, what about you, George? Oh, yeah. What have you been up to? We were talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, uh, oh, I went to. This is ner- this is nerdy. Uh, I went to a Alice in Wonderland themed gala at our local library. It was a fun sort of cool. Did you dress up? Event. Yes. What'd you dress uh, up as? Jabberwock. Yeah. Oh. Where's this photographic evidence? Um, I'll have to find some. We'll have to put that uh, in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> But Valerie, okay, I'll put a pic- if you give me that, I'll put a picture of of, my, of the Mickey photo, and then uh, George will have to find something to something interesting to something interesting. That you did. <laughs> I don't have anything interesting. That's the problem. You know, one of the one of the some of the newer Royal Caribbean ships. There's a an Alice in Wonderland restaurant called Under Wonderground or Underground. Or something I can't remember what it's called, but it's Underground. It's an uh, Alice in Wonderland based restaurant that. Every chorus is like like weird, like it looks like something else, but it tastes like something different or weird okay. foam and all kinds of, you know, this weird culinary shit. I'm like, schnozberries. Mm-hmm. Tastes like, like schnozberries. You know what schnozberries are, right? No, I can't say that I do. It, it was in another one of his books. Uh, schnozberries. Is it, is it boogers? It's not boogers. It's lower okay. than boogers. <laughs> it's poop. Oh, it's dingleberries. <laughs> not dingleberries. <laughs> It's um, uh, earberries. 
I'm trying to remember uh, what book it was from, but I can't remember. But basically, they're from oh yeah, my uncle Oswald, another one of the books. Um, a schnozberry is basically a penis. Oh, okay. Okay, I got it from Super Troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that before? I have. Where the mm-hmm. dude's like fucking. I don't remember you know, that part, but he's like high out of his brain and is licking the back of the window of the car, and he's telling the cop that schnozberries taste like schnozberries. You know what that's it comes from, from right? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. where yeah. I thought it was from. Well, it is. But I didn't there. realize the uh, schnoz means penis. Yep. What's his face is a dirty man. He snuck a dick joke in the in his in his kids movie, just basically. like Little Mermaid. Exactly, in the, on the cover. I have that. I, I I used to have that. I have that the VHS clamshell of that. I mean, it used to be in the actual movie too. I don't know if it's. I think still it was is. only no. It was only on the cover. It was a cover art thing. I'm pretty sure it was in the movie too. Like there was a priest who had a heart, uh, like a boner, and they like had to go and edit it out. Well, so yep. it wasn't the priest. It wasn't a boner. Uh, I don't think. I believe if looking at the character design, I think it was in. It was intended to be like a knee joint. If you look the way that that character is built, mm. it's actually where a knee would be. But the way that it's or drawn, he's or he's just got like a huge penis. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't, what's wrong? What's what's not normal about a priest having a boner around kids? That's exactly right. Underage kids getting married. That's what I'm talking about. Yep, especially ones that are uh, half mermaids. Yep. Anyway, right. I, went, I went to this. I went to this Alice in Wonderland gala at the library. It was a. It's a fundraiser event that. Uh, I don't. Think, it's not always Alice in Wonderland themed, but they do an annual fundraiser. And, it's like a lot of people in costumes, and there were quite a few costumes. Not everybody was, but there were uh, quite a few. Um, and I was surprised. Uh, so we, we're we're fairly involved at our local library. Um, we we're part of a number of programs there. And, uh, so this was kind of a cool way to, uh, to be a part of that. Nice. I was really surprised when we got there, they had gone all out. They had shut the library down for like a whole day and maybe, maybe two days prior. Right. I can't remember how long it was, but they had like redone the whole inside. Uh, and it was really, it was actually really cool. Like they did a good job on the like theming of it. They had actors there, um, wow. and yeah, and they had like an actress uh, playing uh, the Queen of Hearts, and uh, they had a white rabbit and an Alice and a number of others. And uh, this was a uh, library sounds way cooler than my library. <laughs> well, this was uh, this was a uh, one of those like fundraiser dinners where you know a plate is expensive. Um, but it was more like buffet style. You could just come in and get whatever you wanted, but that included the open bar. And, uh, so I had some strong drinks <laughs> and nice. they had in one of the rooms in along the, in the back, they had this giant vat full of what looked like potion vials that had this like pineapple, some kind of alcoholic pineapple drink in them. And they it, were fucking delicious. This was at the library. Wow. Yeah. So My which library. ones made you small? Which ones made you big? Uh, yeah, that was, it, that kind of a deal. Um, yeah, w- and when you got there, w- they had uh, they had turned the front of the front door of the library into into the rabbit hole, right? Oh, that's so cool. It, it looked like a mound, 
and you actually had to like duck down and uh, and go inside. And as you go inside, they had built this like dark corridor to wind you through and uh, they had done it like falling down the rabbit hole. There was like lamps hanging upside down and books and like, yeah, it was cool. And then you, you round a corner and there's a, uh, the walls are just black, but there's a frame on the wall and there was a person behind it uh, reaching through and handing people drinks as they came through. So it was just like this disembodied hand comes out of nowhere and hands you a drink as you walk through. I I was surprised that. It was, it was, uh, oh, what did and they you had put a, in this? No, they, no. Had a, they had a string quartet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. I'm lucky if my library is even open. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That sounds crazy. Yeah. It was, it was way more involved and fun than I was actually expecting it to be. It was a um, fundraiser you said? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to pay to, get, they to, did. to get in or? Yeah, you had to get a ticket to okay. get in, and I didn't realize it until we were like most of the way through the night. But when you got there, your ticket they they had out front of the building. They had the card catalog. Yeah. Remember the fucking card catalog? Yeah. The you had to go through. System? Yeah, and you had to go through and find your name, and there was oh, a card wow. in there that was that was supposed to be like your ticket uh, into the thing, and it had a key tied to it. What? I didn't realize that this was the beginning of uh, of a game. There was like a scavenger hunt that you were supposed to do. That, and I, so I ended up not doing any of it because I didn't realize oh, that it was wow. a game. But apparently if you got all the way through to the end uh, that you found something that you You're could able, then take to the bar. And you got a free book a, to a take special, Yeah. No, they would. There was like a special <laughs> drink that the bar would make for you wow. at the end of the scavenger oh, hunt. That. that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. Um and yeah, I, I uh, put a Jabberwocky costume together. My wife uh, sewed a uh, Red Queen nice uh, dress. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. Hey, y'all went all out. That sounds really cool. I want to do something like that. Um, yeah, do you have anything cool to talk about, George? Or, or are you lame? I mean, nothing cool as that. I mean, okay. I know that's cooler than like everything that I did. Yeah, I, I I just been working like crazy. That's I all. saw your I saw one of your videos on LinkedIn the other day. Oh, thanks, man. Look good. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, a project I've been working on for quite some time since uh, April. I finally yeah. finished it today. So, nice. congrats! It's, it's good to like thanks. lift a heavy project off my shoulders. Right? Mine's about to get started. So, um, I wanted to talk about Prog Power. I've never been to a Prog Power. I've been debating whether to go and our good friends over at the metal exchange podcast have been telling me this is the time because they're might not be doing it that much longer right um they're Isn't expensive atlanta? is that right what's that is atlanta it, that's it, correct atlanta yeah yeah so uh george might not know as much about this stuff but go with me we me here there's a it's a four-day event usually like prog rock the main the main two days are like a one day or one ticket and then there's day day two or day two is a separate ticket, and then day one is a separate ticket. So for day one, which is like on a Wednesday, they've already announced Circus Maximus and Angra. Those are the two. There's three bands they have not announced yet. Day two, this is the day I really want to fucking go. No spun with. I'm going to talk about them later. Uh, I didn't know who they were before they announced them for this show, but No Spun have put out one of the most the best prog metal albums out this year. It's really fucking good. 
it's a cross between like between the buried in me with their weird signature stuff and like toe hider, which is weird signature stuff. It's so good. Um, I really love that. No, no spun album. I, I listened to like three times this week. Uh, then the other bands playing are North tail scar symmetry, which I would fucking kill to see scar symmetry, twilight forest, leprous, and then dark tranquility. That's a good fucking lineup. But then day three, you have Striker, Fifth Angel, Elegy, Sewin, uh, Love Bite. If you've never seen Love Bite, this is all female band from like uh, Japan. They're fucking heavy. Not like not like uh, baby metal. They all play their own instruments. It's really good. And then Amorphous is headlining that night. The headline day, uh, Frozen Crown. Disillusion, who put out one of my favorite albums last year, Elaine, who we saw when we saw them, we saw one of them in Moonspell. With, um, yeah, I think so. They were great. I was yeah. surprised. I re- if you, I've gone back and visited that album uh, that came out earlier in the year. It's really, really good. Uh, and then Damien Wilson is playing. Damien Wilson is one of my favorite vocalists around right now. Um, it's like. If you do me a favor, Google who Damien Wilson is right now. I look at his picture. It's like Robin Williams has been reincarnated. <laughs> I'm I'm serious, but uh, he's been in some of my favorite bands. He's done a lot of Arion stuff, Threshold. Uh, so apparently, his solo performance is going to be pulling songs from all of his bands from his career, which is really cool. Uh, and then there, Pagan there Pine, are some of these photos of him that definitely do. I wouldn't say. Right. I, don't, I wouldn't mistake him for him, but there are some of these photos yes. where he looks like Robin Williams doing a bit. Right. <laughs> he really does. Uh, phenomenal vocals. I love his vocals. And then uh, Pagan's Mind and then weird headline for like the entire show, Winger. What? Winger is is doing like this album called Pool, right? From like, I guess, 90 something or two. I don't remember when what year it came out. I went back and listened to it recently. I'm like, why, why is this album so popular? The, the guy that puts the show on, it's one of his favorite albums. And so, you know, his show, he can do what he wants. you right. And I went back mm-hmm. and listened to him like, Oh, this is actually, it's not bad. It's really good prog Murak, you know, like they got, I think they got lumped in to that whole hair metal thing. Was it they did, they mm-hmm. did, they did that. I mean, she's only 17. I mean, come on. That song is fucking horrible. But other shit in their career is really good, which is weird. But have you uh, heard of any of these bands, George? I've heard of Soen. Okay. And Moonspell, because you guys talk about well, them. They're not playing that show. Y'all mentioned Moonspell. Well, right, we didn't mention them, yeah. And there was another band you mentioned that sounds Amorphous? familiar. No. What? I wasn't paying that close attention, sorry. All right. What about you, Dave? Any bands Ooh. on here that would be exciting for you? So a, a long time dream prog show lineup for me, the mm-hmm. show that I really want to see, uh, and I'm about to finish it, but in pieces, Yeah, uh, I want to, I want to see Leprous, Soen, and Catatonia. Ah, uh, Soen's um, coming to nope. Houston in Catatonia next year. Catatonia is coming. I mean, so, so, um, I, I, I need to see Leprous because yes. I saw Soen last year and right. we're going to go see Catatonia this year. So I still need Leprous to see Leprous. played in the past two years, I would say, here in Houston. 
I like Leprous. I think they're a pretty cool band. They are great. I didn't like that last album that they did. Uh, they they lost me entirely on that one. Mm. Um, but that Molina, that, that Molina album, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I love that album. Uh, it's a very interesting lineup. Uh, and tickets go on sale October twenty first. So There's only going to be like nine hundred tickets available because the rest have already been like gold people and VIP and all that. Uh, they're very expensive. I will tell you that much. A two day ticket is like. 280 bucks. So we're, yeah, it's not cheap, but everybody says it's worth it, but but we'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to, uh, use the podcast to maybe to get in. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe cover it. I don't know. I don't don't really, I know people that are there, uh, that, that cover it and they all pay. So who knows? I would like to go. I know what I would like to go hang out was, people that I know. I know a lot of people that are going to be there. So, all right, that's that. Is that your dream lineup, George? Sure. Uh, Let's, what happened to all the, okay. Well, uh, yeah. All right. How about we get into what we're watching? Yeah. How you you watched anything recently, Dave? Not much. Uh, I've been catching up on always sunny. Um, Uh I, I started up. I started back over from the beginning and uh, watched everything back through, and so I could watch the new seasons. Um, and uh, you only have thirteen uh, seasons to do. Those for that first season's a little rough, but it gets really good toward the end, and mm-hmm. then uh, it just gets yep. better and better every season oh, yeah. after that. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've watched it before. Um, I just I went back to the start because they had that kind of like COVID break and. Yeah. Uh, all that and so i went back watched it all over and i'm into the new have you the seen the season now. where they went to scotland for a few episodes? yeah that was great that was a hilarious span was of episodes great. i started uh, uh, i started doing that with uh workaholics but i'd never seen that that was like the entire 15th season basically was them in right. ireland they're like ireland not scotland that's right like, yeah. can we get them to pay for us to go on a trip to ireland fuck it let's do it yep we'll make a show there um, come on See, other than that, I haven't really been watching a lot. I watch. Oh, I I watched that really bad movie that I told you guys about. Um, when you posted that, I'm like, that one word. I'm like, does he want to see it or not see it? I couldn't tell. I think that <laughs> movie was made in Houston, I believe, or in Texas. What's it called again? We, we need, need to, to do, do something. something. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, it was a it was a COVID times project. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's a humble production mm. um, and which is fine. Um, I remember the concept to being interesting. It's so badly done. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not good, but it, it, we almost gave up about 10, 15 minutes into it. <laughs> and then something happened that was intriguing enough. That was like, Oh, maybe this is going to go somewhere. And then by that time we were just invested enough that we sat the rest of the way through it, it didn't really turn into anything. I do that too. If I'm watching something, I'm like, okay, this is really bad. I still will finish it. Cause I like, I, I get, I don't want to like, I feel like I, I do. I don't know. I can't just give up on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, I tr- can. So, so the, <laughs> the, the basic gist of it is that, uh, the, this family, uh, locks them. Uh, they all go into a bathroom in their house because there's a big storm coming. It's a with big hurricane coming in. It's, Tornadoes. Oh, it was tornadoes. I thought it was a hurricane. Yeah. 
No, it's tornadoes. That's only in duck. Um, and, um, <laughs> God damn it. It's, like a, it's, um, it's a slow burn laugh, everybody. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so it, I grew, I grew up in tornado alley. And, uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that, that you learn is the safest place in the house to be is a bathroom. In, an enclosed uh, bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. An enclosed bathroom. Cause it's like the most structurally secure place. So the family goes into the, the bathroom. It's a great, it's the, the master bathroom. So it's a, a big room. But, um, they, uh, during the storm, a tree gets, falls on their house and blocks, blocks the door. They can't get out of the bathroom. Um, and so the movie is them stuck in the bathroom. And, uh, so part of it is like, how are we going? There, there is some, um, and, uh, it's like, we start finding out shit about the family that like, Oh, dad's an alcoholic. Mom's got secrets. And the teenage daughter starts to reveal that she thinks that all of this bad stuff is happening because of something that she and her friend did. She and her girlfriend did. Yeah. I thought there was like some um, kind of supernatural thing. If what I remember. Okay. Yeah. That just sounds, um, I don't know. That doesn't sound, whatever. So, but what was really fucking irritating, like the, my wife and I spent the entire movie looking around the scene, like the bathroom and going, well, they could use that to, like, <laughs> right. we were trying, we spent the whole movie trying to figure out how to get out of the fucking bathroom. You're yelling at the screen. Unlike anyone in the movie, they, they just like sat there and were like, what are we going to do? There's a tree in front of the door. Oh no. And they, they tried nothing and they were all out of ideas and (laughs) like that was the most irritating thing about it. And the thing that finally got me is like several points in the movie, the dad like goes into a rage because he's going through alcohol withdrawals and he, so he starts to really lose it. And, um, he starts, he's beating on the door. Like he's trying to break it down. Um, and it occurred to me about halfway through the movie, I was like, wait a minute, they can open the bathroom door. They That's part of the plot that they they can open the door a little bit. They just can't. It's not enough that any of them can get out. Um, and then it occurred to me every time he's trying to beat the door down, the door is closed. Like, why don't you open the door and then throw yourself at it and try to move the fucking tree? <laughs> but that would be too like, easy, and then they won't have it, obstacles. It was so dumb. It was it was bad. Uh, <laughs> so don't watch it. And uh, you asked me because you looked it up. Yeah, you asked me if, if Ozzy's in it. Right. Uh, technically, he got a credit. He shouldn't have. There, he should not have been credited. For Ozzy Osbourne got a credit in that movie. Was it? Yeah. Was he unintelligible? No, he. I. I. He, it was so clear what he said. I didn't even realize it was him. Oh. Um, there's okay. a there's a part in it where, like I said, they can open the door a little bit, and there. At one point, they think there's a dog outside. And they're all reaching their arms out, trying to like pet this dog and it dogs licking them and everything. And one of them's like, Oh, who's a good boy. And a voice says, I'm a good boy. That's Ozzy. That's <laughs> all he does in the movie. That's it. Okay. He says, I'm a good boy. The, 
I wonder if they paid for him to do that on Cameo or something. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, they hired him on Cameo to <laughs> record four words. <laughs> Ozzy, when you when you record your Cameo for this guy, can you say, I'm a good boy? <laughs> All right. All right. Sean! Sean! Um, I think George and I have seen a movie. We've both seen the same movie. Uh, yeah, I, I, I recently watched that actually. Yeah, I watched it uh, like a week before I went on vacation, so a couple weeks ago. Yeah, what did you think? Uh, I think it was uh, some cool vibes. Um, yeah, and uh, it was better than the last one, which was Death in the Nile. Um, but I'm pretty convinced that I don't like Kenneth Branagh's Hercule Perot. Really. Yeah, I think he's the worst rendition of Hercule Perot. I like him. That's ever existed. He's the worst rendition. Wow, I I like the I, I like his 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 version of the character. This is the third movie that they've done. So the first one was what, Murder on the Orient Express. Yes, yeah, Death on the Nile. Yeah, Death on the Nile was a little slow in parts. This one's a little bit better. Death on the Nile was terrible. They teased it this terrible one, and they teased this one being more of a horror movie at points, which it did have. Some weird elements in it, of course, but I'm not to spoil anything. But you know, it's Perot. He like can figure everything out. Well, look, I'm a big Agatha Christie fan, and I'm a big Hercule Perot fan. I've been one since I was a kid, uh, since the old movies with um, I forget the actor's name. Um, God, it's gonna yeah, slip my sure. mind. He, he was around in the 80s, and I think that's my first exposure to him. So he's my favorite. And then they rebooted the series as a TV series on BBC called Perot. And it's th- those were really good, too. Uh, and Kenneth Branagh is just like a pale imitation in comparison. You saw uh, Peter Ustinov? Uh, it's possible. That sounds about right. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't, a lot of people have played that character, so. Well, yes. Yeah, Peter Usenov, that's right. I have to double check to make sure that's him by looking at the picture. Yeah, Peter Usenov. He's probably yeah. my, my favorite version of Hercule Perot. Okay. Um, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought the cinematography was great. Um, was I thought little... it was really, really slow until the horror stuff started happening. Like, I, I, I was almost falling asleep in the theater watching it. Really? Yeah. But... I mean, it was all right. It wasn't terrible. Uh, not my most favorite, but it wasn't terrible. It has some good, cool, spooky vibes to it. I'm going to go through my list real quick. Speaking of uh, sort of murder mystery, I just finished the uh, the new season of The Murders in the Building last night. Nice. Um, I have not watched it yet, so don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil anything. Season three was okay. wasn't great. Oh, yeah? I didn't. I didn't like the way they took some of the characters. It was just... You know, how many murders can you have in one building? So, well, some of that's, it just felt just the whole point of the I know. There was some really funny shit in this up in this season. Um I don't want to spoil this and you've not seen it, but uh I know they just got renewed for a season four. Oh, did they really? Yeah, it's it's still good, but it's not as great as like that first season was just like magic, you know what I mean? I bet you it's better than Kenneth Branagh's shit. <sighs> Uh, what else have we been watching? <laughs> Speaking of uh, something we're trying to get into, we watched the first two episodes of the Crapopolis. Crapopolis? So it's uh, the new Dan Harmon cartoon on Fox. 
And, I think I've seen an ad for this. Yeah, it's uh, you know they're trying to build the fir- very first civilization, and has like you know a lot of this has like Greek gods in it, it a lot of Greek gods and stuff like that. There's it just hasn't really been that funny. There's been a couple of funny oh, chuckles in this first couple episodes, but I'm gonna give it another episode or so. I like Dan Harmon uh, a lot, but we're gonna know. find out that Dan Harmon's no longer funny when he's not being mean or sexist. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of, we're going to get to Justin Roiland in a few minutes. Uh, I finished season two of Human Resources. Human Resources? That's the um, the spinoff. Oh, yeah, it's the Big Mouth spinoff. Big Mouth, I, yeah. we, I started, we started watching that, the first season of it, yeah. and it, it, it does not land the same way. There's a lot of shit in that, in that show that doesn't land. Season two, I think, was a little bit better. Um, it's it's something I don't I have on while I'm doing other things basically you know what I mean, mm. uh, but it it's very dirty. I'm like holy shit! It's and I'm not like a prude or anything, but man, he's like all right, that's that's crazy. But it's also crazy in the the caliber of actors they get to play roles in that dirty fucking cartoon. Weird. <laughs> um, we uh, we started watching Loki season two tonight, right before we recorded. We haven't finished it. Oh man, it started already. Yeah, it started tonight. Jeez, man, and time just flies around here. Has anybody watched Blue Beetle? No, no. Is, I, is I, it I available on HBO yet? No, I don't think so. Then I won't watch it. All I gotta say is it wasn't bad. There was it was definitely you could tell it was made uh, for it was made by and starred like all Latino actors and actresses. So I, I actually thought it was not bad. Mm-hmm. So the, I, I had no interest in, in seeing yep. this except there's at the very end of the trailer when mm-hmm. George Lopez says Batman's a fascist. I was yep. like, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yep. Now I want to watch it. <laughs> like, George, that was the only thing that made me want to possibly invest yep. in the movie. Was George like, Lopez Batman's was actually fascist. He was pretty funny in the, in this movie, uh, his character, he was like a conspiracy theory guy type of, you know, doesn't uh-huh. trust the government, doesn't trust anything. Uh, there was a cool elements in this, in this movie. Um, is it one of the best DC movies? Maybe. <laughs> Recently, well, maybe. I mean, that's a low bar. I know. That's like a low, low rung. Was it better ladder. than Flash? Um, parts of it, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, I I didn't love Flash. I liked it the same way I felt about this movie. I liked it. I didn't love it. You know what I mean? It just so, looks so. Blue. Rote. No, it looks so rote and boring and uninspiring. Um, parts of it are, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with that. It just it just feels boring. Just looking at it, just I have zero interest to watch it. <laughs> and the uh, other show that I watched, I've been watched the first three episodes was Gen V. Oh, so, so did I. Yeah, so did yeah. I. Have you seen that? Have you watched that yet, Dave? So Gen, no Gen V is about. the spinoff from The Boys. The TV oh, show. I haven't the watched boys. any of the boys yet either. So. Oh, oh man, it's oh, a good fun. show. It's fun. Yeah. I know it's it's very much on my uh, to watch list. Uh, it's the part of the the creative team uh, was Supernatural. Yes, yeah, which which I love. Eric and, Kripke and yeah, uh huh. And so I'm I'm very interested to watch it. I just haven't haven't gotten into it yet. Part of the creative team on 
Um, I, w- I would recommend maybe. watching Boys before watching. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, the new show. Uh, oh yeah. Part of the, yeah, part of the creative team behind Gen V is the team behind Reaper. Butters and for for Farzika or something like that. I can't think of their names. With no no Kevin Smith this time. No Kevin Smith. Um. So Gen V, there there is some really weird fucking moments in it. Of course. Really? Would what be, you thought was weird? Um. I don't want to spoil it too much, but the the one girl who can make herself get smaller, Alice in Wonderland style. Oh, by uh, she has to puke in order to do. Yeah, that. but the the sex scene was a little weird. I mean, they also did something like that in the boys. Though. I know they did. So this is the second time I, they I, had a that giant. One I think penis. I know about. Um, but I, you know, so far it's good. I, I mean, I I was hooked uh, on it. Um, to be fair, I thought it was way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just yeah. going to be like a, uh, like a shitty cash in show. And sure. it really, it really isn't. It really lives in that world. And it does live in that world for sure. And, and, like, and it builds off of those characters. It's almost like Xavier's Institute for like, you know, gifted humans, you know what I mean? But in the boys universe. So it's nothing is, is nothing is awesome. as it seems. Yeah. Nothing's awesome. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to more episodes. Yeah. What, do you know when the episodes drop? Mm. Or is it like every Friday or something? I'm not sure. Maybe Friday. I'm not sure. Let's see. Gen V, they come out uh, October 6th would be the next episode tomorrow. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it is every Friday. Yeah, looks like it. Something to watch this weekend. So what else is on your list? Do you have a lot of shit on here? Yeah, uh, I've watched some movies recently. Um, All right, let me talk. Let me ask you because I was going to ask you guys what I should be watching this Halloween season. Are any of these movies something I could watch during the Halloween time? Absolutely. Okay. I think I think you should watch No One Will Save You, and you should uh, if you get a chance to rent Talk to Me, you should definitely rent it. Okay, I have I have a list that I'll go through later of some movies that people suggested to me. So th- both of those are actually on there. Okay, there you go. Cool. All right. uh, so, no one will save you. I watched that recently, and uh, I, I just kind of clicked on it just because of the the trailer. It looked really fun and inventive, and um, it's an alien uh, invasion movie. Okay. And uh, I know that sounds pretty boring, but man, they took like something old, like all the things you loved about aliens in the nineties. They yeah. found a way to take a do a refreshing take on it. That's and, cool. And uh, they made it fun and exciting. They made this care. They made you care about this character. And oh, did I mention there's not a single word of dialogue in this movie? What? Oh, really? All right. <laughs> it's on. It's streaming on Hulu, right? Yes. It's, stre- right. it's a Hulu original, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to watch the trailer maybe and put that on my list. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Um. It's really creepy, great sound design, some really cool effects. You can tell it's done on a low budget, but they they really stretched that dollar. Whatever they got, they, they did some great stuff with it. Very cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I know someone else probably wouldn't agree with me, but I would also say you should put Cobweb on your uh, on your. Uh, I do have I watch. do have Cobweb on my list. Yeah, it's on there. Um, I think I talked about it last time we, I believe so. uh, 
but just to like reiterate, it's a it's a cool hot horror movie that has really good Halloween vibes in it. I think if you have Halloween, a kid, like the 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 movie Halloween or like you know, like the season, the like season, the okay. Halloween season vibes. It has gotcha. really good Halloween season vibes. And I think if you go in knowing that this is like a a fairy a horror fairy tale from a kid's perspective, I think you'll oh. enjoy enjoy it a lot more. Okay. Um, I know who you're talking about who would not who probably doesn't like it. Yeah. And I, he he complained about the ending being <laughs> shitty. He who shall not be named. He, he complained about the ending being <laughs> shitty, but I'm gonna say it's it's just in the metal detector. We'll yeah, yeah. So I, I thought the ending is where the movie started really singing for me. I was like, holy shit, this movie went from being kind of creepy and cool to like fucking really fun and stupid. Okay, like it takes like an Evil Dead two approach toward the toward the end and it just goes balls out crazy yes it just goes from like really creepy and then it hits this turn and when it hits that turn it just goes bonkers and it's awesome uh and i i loved it i thought it was great um i i don't think it's my favorite like horror movie ever but i think this is a great entry movie for like kids who are interested Mm. And seeing something that's a little bit scarier and a little bit more harder to to face your fears kind of with, you know? Right. Uh, like if Monster Squad is for like little kids, this one is like for teenagers. Okay. Um, okay. What else? I recently saw Bottoms in theaters. Uh, if you guys ever heard of that movie? I have not. Uh, it is, that, is, is that a porno? <laughs> no, it's not a porno, although it does sound a porno. Um, it's about these uh, two lesbian friends in high school who uh, make it their mission to get laid by the end of the year. And in order to do so, they inadvertently create a fight club to get girls in their in their team or in their group to hang out with so they can get laid by these girls. Uh, it's fucking hilarious, and okay. the, the movie lives in like this weird, zany, bonkers world, and it really leans hard into it. Uh, the only way I can explain it is like if the universe of Scream and not another teen movie were mushed together. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's the universe this movie kind of lives in. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. And uh, Marshall Lynch is hilarious. And I don't even think he's acting. I think he's just kind of just being himself, which makes right. it even funnier. It has uh, Ayo Edabiri from The Bear. Yeah, she's in it. She's one of the main characters. And the girl uh-huh. from uh, – she was in this other movie you called – Marshall Sh- Lynch, like the football player? Yes, I did say that. Okay, because he's been in stuff. He's hilarious. Well, he was in- has he been in other he- movies? Uh, well, see, what did I see him in? Oh, he was in uh, Murder Murderland. Oh yes, he was in that Netflix show, Murderville. Yeah, Murderville. Yeah, he's hilarious. His episode's hilarious. So, if you liked him in that, you'll love him in Bottoms. He just kind of says the same shit. Okay. Or does the same shit. (laughs) All right. Um, I'll have to watch that. Where is that streaming somewhere? Uh, I'm pretty sure it will be soon. It was a very okay. low budget indie mo- indie comedy that didn't do well. Had a lot of hype, but it didn't do well in yeah. theaters. Um, 
talk to me. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about it, but it's, it's on a, my list. It's about an A twenty four movie. Yeah, yeah well, it's an A twenty four horror movie. Uh, these YouTubers made a horror movie, and they really knocked it out of the park. Uh, the uh, the premise of the movie is like it takes place in Australia, and this girl who's like reeling with a uh, traumatic experience is just looking for an outlet and they start going to parties and what's kind of like hip to do at these parties is they uh, use this like ceramic hand that has the abilities to commune with the dead. And if you say, talk to me, uh, you can start seeing spirits and then you can also invite the spirit into your body, but you can only do it for so long. And if you go over shit goes bad. Okay. Uh, it's pretty fun. I really liked it. I thought it had some really powerful things to say about depression and uh, the oh. I, the things that how depression hurts not only you but the people around you and yep. the people you love. Um, it's I, on my list. That's, that was on my list actually already. So Yeah, I, I, cool. I thought it was a pretty great movie. It's uh, like if last year's – my favorite horror movie last year was Barbarian, this is my new favorite one. Hmm. Okay. I like um, Barbarian enough. I, I thought Barbarian was a smart horror movie that had a lot to say, and it said it with pizzazz and, and style. So, And then uh, lastly, uh, I'll, I'll wrap it up here. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but Wes Anderson has made a whole bunch of like Roald Dahl short films for Netflix. Oh, yeah? Um, no. What? Yeah, he made like four of them. I've only watched the first one, but I plan on watching the others. Uh, it's called uh, The Secret Life of Henry Sugar. Really? Um, Wes Anderson? Yeah, Wes Anderson. I tried, I tried to get through his last movie, and I sort of stopped halfway through. Asteroid City? Yes. Uh, well, so this might not be your your jam, but... Maybe not. But if you like Roald Dahl and Wes Anderson, this is like, you know, peanut butter and chocolate. Like, I don't know. They, they These two minds were made to mush together, I think. Because I just something about Roald Dahl's uh, content fits in that Wes Anderson style this is on, really this is on, well. This is on Netflix. I can see that. Benedict Cumberbatch? What? Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Richard Adiande, uh, God, Dave, uh, Dave Patel. Oh yeah, Dev Patel. Yeah, Dev Patel. Right. There you go, Dev Patel, and Sir Bing Kingsley is in it. Wow, uh, it's pretty great, and uh, it's very Wes Anderson. Probably the most Wes Anderson thing I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Um, are they short, like short films or what are they? Henry Sugar is the longest one. There's a few others. There's like Poison, The Rat Catcher, and oh, I remember The Rat Catcher as a kid. Uh, There's another one. But they're all short stories from Roald Dahl. Was there any references to Schnozberries? No, there was not. Maybe. They might and, be. And Ralph Fiennes. I, I, I have hope. Ralph Fiennes plays uh, Roald Dahl, which is great because I think he like embodies Roald Dahl's spirit really, really well. Interesting. Uh, I have heard about this. And the way – I think if you kind of know this going in, uh, they basically – it's the actors reading the dialogue – of the book out loud as the story of the events are happening. Uh, it's really interesting. It's really cool. Like a Wes Anderson thing to do. Yeah. It's very Wes Anderson. And then like the 
the production of it all is all visible. Like they don't hide any of the transitions or anything. So like when the scene changes, literally the whole scene changes in front of you. Wow. Yeah. Right. When he, when he's driving a car, you can tell he's driving with a screen in the background. There's like, they don't hide anything. And it's very, like I said, it's very, the Wes Anderson pastiche that really suits these stories really well. So yeah, I, I, I saw you, you also had Elemental. Yeah, it was. Uh, it came on uh, Disney, Disney Plus, Plus recently. I watched it. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to see it in theaters because it didn't like have anything that yeah. was like screaming out to me. And you know, kind of glad I didn't. I didn't love it. I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't love it either. There were parts of it I really enjoyed, like the. Uh, first generation American story, yeah. the immigrant story, basically. I really enjoyed that aspect of the story. I hated all of the love interest stuff. It feels like we talked about this already. Did we? I we might, might have. have. If I talked I feel about like it. We, I think we maybe talked speculatively. Yeah. Because some of this does sound familiar as well. Uh, I, But I do remember that we talked about how uninspired it, it seemed. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so if, if this is re- if I'm rehashing and am I repeating myself, myself I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, it's a pretty movie. It looks great. She's yeah. amazing. It's just kind of boring. Yeah, I, really I totally am on board with that. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was okay. It was not. Yeah. Definitely not the best Pixar movie for sure. Oh, and uh, I rewatch uh, Ninja Turtles: Meet and Mayhem because it's available. I saw that. It's on Paramount Plus. I liked so. it a lot. I watched it. it. It's it's even more fun the second time. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to get into what we Star Wars. I want to get into Ahsoka. Have you have you watched it? I have. I finished it yesterday. I finished it as well. What about you, Dave? Have you watched it? All right. No. So we'll do like a spoiler free version. I, uh, I, you know what? At this point, I don't care. I'm not, not for you. For everybody. <laughs> this the the finale just came out, so um, I don't want to spoil it too much. But um, okay, so. I think it's it's not the best Star Wars series that's come out recently. Um, I love oh. the characters. I, I, I it, it's so cool to see the Rebels characters in live action. Um, I thought they all did a pretty good job of it. Uh, it looked great. There was just it just felt like something was a little off. Um, it's, it's called Rosario Dawson. No, don't say that shit. I'll have to fight you over that one. <laughs> um, speaking of, she's just not Hanami, having any fun playing that character. The, well, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stop you there. Uh, this version, this older version of Ahsoka, she's supposed to be like Gandalf. That way. But you know what? Ian McKellen had the fucking time of his life playing Gandalf. There's times where you can tell she's having fun, but. Speaking of Rosario, I wanted to say real quick that the Haunted Mansion is now streaming on Disney Plus. Did you know that they have like uh, like mood things from Haunted Mansion? Yes, I did see that. And then they, it's like two hours long that you can loop. So yeah, I, I, I imagine you're just going to be playing that in your house. It's going to be on my oh, background when I'm yeah. Uh, so going back to Ahsoka, uh, there was there was times where I think the editing could have been a little bit tighter. Um, the action choreography could have been tighter. There, well, there was some really good stuff with it. There were some stuff that was not great either. All the action feels super slow. Not all of it. All of it feels slow. And this, that's, this is me being episode. nitpicky because I think this is the best Star Wars thing that's exists since Force Awakens. Let's okay. just put that out there. I really love the show. I think it's great. Uh, I think it's kind of bullshit that we got eight episodes that went yeah. nowhere. 
<laughs> well, um, I felt like the, it was all. I like the ending. I I, the, I think the ending needed to be where it needed to be. Um, See, they left so many things un, un, un like unsolved, and it took too long to get there, and it didn't really mean anything by the time he got there. Chopper was a badass, and like oh, it, Chopper reminded me of like Kenny from South Park, always talking shit. <laughs> you don't really know what he's saying. I, I will say though, they made Ezra into a badass, which I'm so glad they did. Yeah, they did. It's weird because like they had the uh, they you know they released the, the 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 figures right. Yeah, and they they had the figure out of of Ezra. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. He looks like, but I'm like, when, when he was in that, when was he looking like that in the show? I'm like, oh, it was just that the hologram version of him, the <laughs> the Jesus Jedi version of him, right? They show, well, like, he looks later. just like his dad, which you know, which is a good nod to the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you were a fan of of Rebels, if you were a fan of the Clone Wars type of stuff. I don't know, uh, man. If you're a fan of Star Wars, yes. I don't. I don't think you need to be a fan of Rebels to kind of get into it. This is the most Star Warsy thing since I don't know, maybe Rogue One. The the episode where Ahsoka goes back into that weird place without time and time without space, whatever that place is that she goes to. Uh, sort of. They never really specified that's exactly where she went. Well, that's I know, but it's the same thing from the cartoon though. They they, but she meets up with Anakin and then like. There's some really cool shit there. Well, see, there's a theory that it was Star uh, Anakin's Force Ghost that pulled her into there to save yeah. her. And, no, I agree. I, and, I, I, that, uh, that makes sense. It's the it's the I, I, it hasn't been confirmed that it's the place uh, beyond time. Right, that's uh, what it was. Uh, I think it, it had to be though. What else could it be? Well, it doesn't look like the one in the show, so it looks a little different. Yeah, there wasn't like those huge doors and shit. So right, so I don't know. We'll see. Eventually, they'll co- have to confirm it one way or the other. Yeah, but like I said, I think this is the most Star Warsy. If you wanted like lightsaber action and you wanted like force action, yeah, and droids and stormtroopers doing shit. Okay, can I say something? The fucking Death Troopers. I was like, are they going there? They fucking went there. You mean the Night Troopers? No. Okay, so there was a book called Death Troopers where uh, a bunch of uh, there was like basically zombie stormtroopers, right? Yeah, but they're they're called night troopers. I know, but they're they're death troopers. That's what they're called. Um, in my in my mind and from the book, they're called death troopers. <laughs> but you couldn't there when they it was so fucking cool. I'm like, there's fucking zombie stormtroopers in this fucking show. I am. For I was listening. Well. I said we weren't going to spoil it, but fuck it. <laughs> He's too excited, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, gave, I gave you permission. Okay, thank you. Uh, that was my favorite <laughs> fucking part of this show. And then the the Thrawn's uh, battalion of stormtroopers with like the red shit on them. Yeah, looks so cool. Well, that's because they've been in, inflicted with the the Night Sisters. Right, right. And the uh, that whole Night Sister thing from the you know they they touched upon it on the video games on the Jedi Survivor game yeah and then, and then like I know the they introduced it in the rebels and, yep. no not uh, clone wars sorry clone, clone wars, wars. Yeah. uh but they really delve into it in the video games yeah. like you, you get a like extended time on Dathomir in the game yep. and they go to Dathomir in the show which was so cool i mean sort of they they don't land there but well, in in future yes. they'll show more the next but, one um and so it's like when is Cal Kestis going to show up Come on. <laughs> be so Man, easy. It would be really old, right? Well, like, um, 
at this timeline, maybe, yeah, you might be right. Maybe I mean, we're going to find out that Balin is Cal Cassis. No, I don't think so. I, and also, they don't round out his story, uh, and the dude's I dead. How, I so. wonder how much that had to do with him actually dying. Uh, but, you know, they sort of alluded to what he was doing. Because if you ever watched, there's an episode of, was it Rebels? Or I can't remember, Rebel the Clone Wars, where they go, like, there was, like, the, the father and then the two, the son and daughter. That's, that's what that whole that's, uh I think that's Rebels. Well, I think so. Uh, where they get corrupted, and, and then that's the first time that Ahsoka dies. And spoiler, if you haven't seen that. Um, and, but what's his face saves her. So. Yep, Anakin, right? No, Ezra. Ezra, that's right. Well, who's better than Ezra? I don't know. Jesus. But, uh, bump. Wow. <laughs> You know how long long I've been working into that? You reached all the way back to 1996 for that. I did. Anyway, that being said, I still think Andor is the freshest take on Rebel or uh, on Star Wars. But Ahsoka is the most Star Wars-y thing since, like, I don't know, Rogue One, maybe. And you didn't like Rogue One, did you? No, I hated Rogue One. See? I think the world of Rogue One is awesome and the setting of rogue one is awesome but they didn't do jack shit to make you care about any of the characters so why do i give a shit that they try so hard to fail at a mission i'm just saying they had to fail because you knew it was coming right but like make me care about them and so when they die i can have an emotion i cared more about the robot k2so more than anybody yeah all right so that's a problem Let's move, on to, let's move on to what we've been playing. I've been playing some video games. Um, I want to talk about first Broforce fucking forever. Fucking just, forever? Is that like the DLC? So Broforce forever. It's a redone version of the original Broforce. Um, they've tweaked it. They've added new characters. They've added some new levels, but that game is as difficult as it's always been. I, I just completed it again the other night, but it's so much fun. I, I just, it's just, you know, they added, I'm trying to remember the new character they've added. Um, Robocop? No, Robocop's been in it. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Robocop or whatever he's called. Uh, okay, Zebra Warrior Princess is in it. She's actually kicks ass. Uh, Desperado. Of course, Desperado. <laughs> he was great. Uh, Demolition Bro. Uh, Burnt Bromner, which is the weirdest one I've ever seen straight out of uh, Tremors. Uh, Seth Brondel. So it's basically uh, from The Fly. And uh, Brophy the Vampire Slayer. I didn't get her... You know how you remember how you unlock the characters after you do, you have to save them all, and after so many you save, you get a new character. I didn't get her until like the end boss that I was fighting. But um, they've added a lot more Indiana Jones levels, which are really cool, like, um, you know, exploration levels and things like that. I, I don't know. The game is so much fun. Um, it's it's for free if you have Game Pass right now. But uh, it was on – I bought it for Kim on the Switch. It was like two ninety nine when it first came back out. Pretty great. I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy that for two ninety nine. Oh yeah. Or play it for free on Game Pass. <laughs> um, did, I, did I mention that I, that I completed God of War Ragnarok? Uh, you mentioned it 
to us, but not on the show. Okay. Yeah. So I beat that. Uh, it's I like you were, you were inspired by something or something. I was inspired by uh, editing some comic police stuff, you know, with the the panels and all that. Mm. I was like, all right, yeah, I need to go back to that game, and it's such a great game. Um, I, there's still some things I have not completed in the game yet, so I might go back to it. Um, but I was I, I still haven't finished that story yet. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I still need to finish it. I want to talk about the uh, the DLC for High on Life that just came out yesterday. I started playing it uh, called High on Knife. Uh, did you ever play High on Life? No. So that was the Squanch game, Justin Roiland. Um, really fucking funny. They put out a DLC pack for it, and it's the same thing as like Solar Opposite. How are they going to get around no Justin Roiland? Well, you have a new main character gun. And all they do at one point, they said, hey, you shouldn't have left your other gun around because somebody stole it. Until I got around it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but so it's not a very long DLC. They say it's only like two or three hours, but you go to this other planet. You're trying to do some, uh, like, you know, your knife that talks. You're trying to do some, uh, you're trying to find uh, packages from like their FedEx version of FedEx in the game. At one point on this weird planet, you go, there's this huge giant monster like in the in, in this um, green slime. And you can't move because he's so fat and, and big. Um, and you have to, at one point, go clean his butt. <laughs> so you go into this, okay, this is weird. You go into a cave and then you go under, you find a door and it looks like the door from Cheers. And then the game turns into this weird fucking episode of like a fake cheers called cheeks. And it fucking has Fraser crane in it. It's you right. gotta Google this shit. Cause you'd be like, this is not in a video game. This is a hundred percent in a fucking video game. They have, they made a new fucking, uh, theme song. They did. It's the weirdest shit ever. And I loved it. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Um, yeah, that it's really really strange. If you haven't played the original game, it's a lot of fun. Um, how, how much was the DLC? It was like I don't know, 13 bucks. Oh, not bad. Yeah. I mean, it, they haven't put out a physical version of this game yet. Um, I'm hoping they will. So maybe the physical will come with the DLC as well. Mm. But if you have game pass, actually play the game. It's really fun. Uh, the other game I want to talk about a little bit of mortal Kombat one. Uh, that, storyline is so much fucking fun. Is so storyline in Mortal Kombat? There's been a storyline in him for the last yeah, a long time, yeah. The so at the end of 11 if you play through the game, um there's a weird time like uh basically where Liu Kang got the ability, I don't remember what it was called, to like rewrite the history and time and stuff like that. So that's what happened. That's Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's one. why they reset it. Yes. Okay. It's basically a reset version of the Mortal Kombat universe. So they they uh, they what new fifty two? What is it? What yeah, was it the new fifty two. Yeah. Exactly what they yeah. did. Um, so there's characters working together that would have never worked together, and uh, for some reason, I, I saw that they finally yeah. got what they've wanted all along. Uh huh. I know you're about to go Jean, and got Jean Claude Van Damme. They did. He's in the yeah. middle of the game? Yeah. I haven't got to him yet because, like, the version of Johnny Cage I'm playing in the game is still 
the regular Johnny Cage. I don't know where the John. Yeah. I don't know where Van Damme is going to show up. He, he's like a an it's it's like an alternate like, yeah. skin or something for the for Johnny Cage, who has always been Jean Claude Van Damme. Because uh, I do you watch Hot Ones on YouTube? Where you know the, where they interview people? Did they do Jean Claude Van Damme recently? Well, they did an, a, a short episode. It was a promotion of Mortal Kombat with Ed Boon. So they have to you know they they eat progressively hotter wings and like asking questions and that type of shit. Um, I watched one today. Bobby Flay was on it. And he was, he was great because he was like, yeah, this shit's hot, but I can pick out this flavor and this flavor. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's cool. But uh, they did a quick, like a short, shorter one with Ed Boone. And he talked about the whole Van Damme. He's like, yeah, that character was based on Van Damme. We, we finally got him to be in the game. It was great. I mean, he has obviously been based on oh, yeah. Van Damme since, yeah. Like the split move where you punch and you split. Uh-huh. You split. I mean, come on. Who, who else could that be? Um, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I really like the storyline. I don't really play. At a, I had a buddy right before we left on the cruise, we were playing it. So we, we fought against each other a little bit. But yeah, um, what's the other game I want? Oh, Immortal of Avium. Have you heard about this game? Mm-hmm. I think Dave no. would actually you would like it. It's on sale right now. It's pretty cheap. But imagine um, the modern Doom games, but you don't have any guns, but you have magic powers. Okay. That's what this game is like. It's really fast paced, um, but, you know, it's not like like you have like your right hand, you can shoot like blue magic, but it's like a machine gun. It, it still feels like you're shooting guns, but it's oh, not magic. Okay. So it's like, it's like heretic in a sort of... Because her- heretic yeah. was basic. Heretic was doom, but with fantasy like yes. magic. It's a modern yeah. version of that. It's like a. It's like Call of Duty meets Doom versus Heretic. That's a perfect way to okay. say. It. You said duty. I did say duty. Um, that's it for me on video games. What about you, George? Uh, I've been doing a replay of Uncharted, and I'm at Uncharted Four right now. Nice. Love those games. Yeah, it's great. Uncharted Four just might be my favorite game. Yeah. Out of the series, yeah. I, I don't I don't disagree there. My buddy uh, just got a PS5 recently, and he played The Last of Us Remastered. And then the next thing I know, he's playing Part 2. I'm like, he's like, this is the best game series ever. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> got to play Uncharted next, bro. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I You know my love of narrative-driven games. So I think Last of Us and Uncharted are the two best examples Absolutely. I, I didn't realize that Neil Druckmann from Last of Us yes. was a co-director on the Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah, on the chart. That's right. I didn't realize that until I started playing it. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize that. That's why the TV series is so good, too, because he was involved. I mean, it was essentially the game. It was. And I'm not complaining about that. I am. Um, I know we're getting a, long, a little long here, but I want to get into George Hates Metal. But before... I do want to mention uh, the list of movies that I have on my on my watch list. You have a list of movies? I do. I, I reached out on Facebook and some people told me, I was like, what should I watch this Halloween season? Here's a list I'll, of I'll tell you which ones to skip. That I would appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So first <laughs> one I have is Psycho Gorman. Oh, yeah, it was fine. Should I watch it? I mean, I think you'll like it. It's very silly. It's very... Uh... Talks uh, very, 
It's kind of like Toxic Avenger ish. Okay. Uh, I did you see the, the, the kids in the movie are a little unbearable. Did so. you see the trailer for the new Toxic Avenger? I did. I'm looking forward to that. It looks very trauma. I, I hope it's good. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. It, the Psycho Gorman screams very trauma. Like trauma. Okay, yeah. I dig it then. Like a, a uh, mod, like a modern trauma. Somebody told me Lamageddon. I haven't heard of that one. That's new. Right. Uh, Baskin. Ann Robbins? I've heard of that one. I feel like I've heard of that one. That sounds familiar. All right, Terrifier 1 and 2. Uh, I was, I'm was curious a, about this a, myself. That was a big pass. I, I watched Terrifier 1 and I don't know. It's just it's a, a gore movie, right? Yeah, it's just like just being gory for gory it's sake. like tor- torture porn, basically. No, yeah, I mean, because I don't know. Like, I don't want to like shit all over people's independent movie stuff because they're like the guy pulled off some incredible feat to make it into a popular series. But I don't know. It's not for me. But I'll put it that way. Like, that's not the kind of horror that I like to enjoy where, you know, nudity, right. nudity infested gore movies, basically. Um, speak no evil. Speak no evil. Speak I don't know what that is. Uh, let me double check to make sure I know the movie. Wasn't that a... Oh, dude, that one. I I mean, it's not great, but it's not bad either. It's just I left feeling very terrible after watching the movie. Oh, I, I don't just, want to do that. I want to I feel just, terrible. Yeah, I just f- I remember feeling really sad. <laughs> uh, what about A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? It's a long-ass title. That's pretty good. Is that the... Like, is that the Arab one? Yeah. Okay. I think it's in black and white, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. Okay, Talk to Me is on my list. You mentioned that. Yeah. I definitely will watch that one. Uh, Dog Soldiers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dog Soldiers is fun. You should watch that. <laughs> okay. Pre, pre-warning, pre it is very 90s. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's so 90s it hurts. Not, I, I'm down with that. I can deal with that. And, and it's very Scottish, so you might – or is it Irish? I don't remember. It's, it's, been, it's, it's, it's the accents are really, really. I just I, I watched it for last Halloween. Oh, because I bought it on uh, one of the Shout or Arrow videos. Did a collector's uh, release, and I bought it, and I watched it, and I just forgotten how hyper kinetic the editing was in those like late '90s movies. <laughs> yeah. So kind of go that understanding that. Speaking of, I haven't seen that uh, Sisu movie yet, which I really want to see. I might watch that too. Not a horror I, movie. I know, but any, you know, any there's a there's, I'm, I'm there's a there's a Netflix movie, kind of the exact same subject matter. That's yeah. way better. What's it called? Uh, give me two seconds. Let me look at it. And I'll tell that's, you. That's <laughs> a weird name for a movie. No, let me go find it. I just don't remember okay. the title. I'll come back to it. Well, let me know when you get to it. Uh, no one will save you. That's the one that we mentioned earlier, huh? Yes, that one's great. I enjoyed it. Uh, Skinner Rink. Oh, that was a big pass for me. It's okay. very. I, it was. You ever read Creepypasta online? No, not really. It's very that, much so. Tons of it. Yes. It, it's it's <laughs> that. The it's the all the boring ones from Creepypasta in a movie. All the oh, boring okay. stories in a movie. All right. What about Terrified? Terrified. That's a, such a generic title. I know. Okay, let's move on then. Um, the Black Phone. Everybody's been telling me about that one. I have not seen it yet. 
That was fun. Ethan Hawke. That's right? a Joe Hill story, right? Yeah, it is. How oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, it's not bad. Um, it's not super scary, but uh, it it came out last year. I remember enjoying it. The Void. Oh yeah, that's great. Oh, the Void's great. Oh, yeah. okay. It's an independent movie. Uh, very Lovecraftian vibes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but good. And uh, it's, and it's all all, uh, all practical effects that are. Oh, cool! They're they're like uh, John Carpenter levels of oh, nice. like, awesome practical effects. Bones and all, Carrie, you're gonna hate that movie. Don't watch that movie. Bones and all, yeah, don't watch why? it. You, you'll hate it. Why would but, I hate it? Just tell it's, me why. It's not your kind of movie. But let's just put it out there. It's a Timothy Chalamet movie. Uh, yeah, there too. And um, the How girl from uh, God, what is it? Lost in Space. The girl that was in that show. I don't know. Anyway, she has this affliction where she's a cannibal and uh, Timothy Chalamet is also a cannibal and they're trying to live on the life's edge while being cannibals together in love. It's very much a romance movie with a horror twist to it. You'll hate it. I promise. Okay. Um, I I have some older movies on my list too. I have never seen Reanimator. Oh, shit, dude. I know that the, the I love that series. I uh, one on my list. I put trick or treat like the, the eighties metal movie. Cause we talked about it recently. Like I have never seen that. You never seen trick or treat. No. Oh man. That's like one of okay. my favorite, like bad horror movies. I, I, have you I, seen the other trick or treat? The like, yes. anthology one. That yes. I did. Good. I watched that a couple years ago. I liked that one. Yeah. Uh, Killer clowns from outer space. I've never seen. Oh, that's I've fun never too. Seen that one either. Dude, actually. that talk about like, but heavy nostalgia for me. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's any good anymore. I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, like Universal has a lot of shit, and like uh, it's everywhere. Like it's Spirit Halloween. The um, practical effects are really awesome, especially for the time and how low budget it was. Uh, if you ever watched any of those like USA Up All Night movies, yeah, like it, it fits right in vein with that stuff. And I grew up on that movie, so. What about Malevolent? I actually saw something earlier today that that said that the uh, the masks from Killer Clowns from Outer Space yeah. were repurposed for the trolls in Ernest Scared Stupid. Yes, they were. Oh, wow. And, okay. and some of the props, too. Might as well. You already have them. Yeah. Um, um, what about Malevolent? Malevolent? Is that the uh, James Wan movie? Maybe. Uh... I've like, I've, I've almost, I've hesitated on that one multiple times. Uh, I won't say don't watch it because it's an experience to watch it. I won't say it's good, but I won't say it's bad. Okay. Uh, The Curse of Bridge Hollow. I never even heard of that. Curse of Bridge Hollow. Oh, it's a Netflix movie. Oh, okay. That would explain why. Oh, it's the comedy. Car- uh, Marlon Wayans. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a that's a pass for me, boss. <laughs> um, Wendell and Wild. Wendell and Wild. Yeah, it's a stop motion animation. Oh, uh, yeah, that's also a Netflix movie that came out last year as well. That was a Key and Peele thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot the title of that movie. It, it's kind of forgettable, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's his face? Who directed Nightmare for Christmas was the director on it. 
Oh, Henry Selick? Yes. Selick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I will have... I, it looks It looks like maybe I started watching it, but I didn't finish it, because it looks very familiar. I don't know. Um, what about Megan? Yeah, it's fine. It's okay? Yeah, it's fun. It's it's something uh like if you need, like, uh, I need to fill this day with a horror movie, because yeah. I'm in the mood for a horror movie. Sure. Yeah. One of those. It's one um, of those. What about it will, the offering? It will pass the time. What about the offering? The offering? God, could you come up with a more generic title? I could. Offering. I haven't seen that one. That came out in the 2022, oh, right? Yes. So this is about a Hasidic uh, funeral director. Oh, you know what? I did watch this. This was terrible. <laughs> I'm not a fan of like The Conjuring and all those type of movies, you know? I did. I watched this on Hulu, and I remember it now Now looking at it. It's okay. just... I remember um, it being kind of meh. I have Cobweb on my list. Uh, I have Spirit Halloween, the movie. Oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. watched that, but, you know. Have you watched that, Dave? It looked like Goosebumps uh, no. is what it looked like. I think we should all watch, pick out one of these movies to watch that we all haven't seen, and then discuss it on the next episode. <laughs> all right. Well, it, it, can I watch it for free? I don't know. Okay. Well, there you go. You can, I don't know. That's a great question. Spirit Halloween movie. Wasn't Christopher Lloyd in that? Yes. Yes. They're also coming out with a Five Nights at Freddy movie pretty soon. Yeah, there were mm. people at that convention that were in that movie. Um, what streaming service? It's you could. Oh, I guess you can only rent it now. I'll see what I. I'll, I'll take a look and see what I can find. I'm good. Um. <laughs> Uh, I also have Totally Killer. Somebody told me about that. It's a Totally Killer. Totally Killer. I think that's a newer movie. So, so with my list, there is anything missing that I should be watching? I mean, God, dude, that's just yeah. so, so. I don't know what so many yeah. movies to co- choose from. Um, and we're talking about new movies. It doesn't have to be new. Oh. I mean, he did have Dog Soldiers on the list. And that Dog Soldiers is like pretty good. Old. It's pretty good. Re-animator. I haven't seen Reanimator, so... Oh, that one's much older. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man. Have you seen... Uh, I was going to pick like a shitty movie for you. <laughs> no, don't do that. Be honest and... I'm going to say, like, ha- have you seen uh, Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive? I have. Oh, okay. Green Goblin, man. Come on. Yeah, ACDC soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know my love for ACDC. Yeah, that's, that's so why much, I was so going to offer it. Over there. Uh, I'm sure I can come up with some yeah, stuff. Yeah, come, come up with something, and then uh, we can post about it in the Metal Geek Society group, because we need, we need some... Uh, I need to watch something cool that I've never seen before. Something cool. All right. Uh, speaking of something cool, let's move on to George Hayton Metal. Um, I've picked this band. I've listened to the album today. The idea of cool there, huh? Yes. Uh, the band is called as in hell one word. Um, and, uh, the album is called, uh, what's it called? Empty horror, empty horror, something like that. Um, it's available on Spotify and all the places where you can download and stream music. So, the first track on the album is called Fall of the Loyal Warrior. 
don't Google this band. Don't look up anything about them. Listen to the track, and then we're going to be right back, and then we're going to discuss it. So here we go. George Hates Metal. We'll be right back. the show my friends and that was a little bit of uh we actually had a twofer there felt like a tuesday two for tuesday it was double hate double hate uh double the hate double the love hopefully so we had two bands there uh the last one we heard was dead talks it's a cool um, band name the human plague was a track and the band the album was veneration of the dead this was brought to my attention by our good friend maurice um, what did you guys think about it? Of, uh, like dead, it. of dead talks, dead talks. It was fine. I, uh, based on that track, I added the album to my, uh, preliminary playlist to get it in the running. I had, I, I love the fucking, they're a Finnish band. I'll start with that. I love the guitar tones on this album. It's very like Gothenburg sounding yeah. mixed mm-hmm. with like blood bass type of stuff. Well, so, I mean, Bloodbath is aping that whole sound. Well, yeah, that's, totally. That's their gimmick, so. It's just, the fucking grooves, they just fucking get you. That guitar riffing is so good. You know who the guitar player in this band is? No idea. Tommy Joutson from Amorphous, the vocalist from Amorphous. From Amorphous. Okay. He's the guitar player in this band. One of, oh, I saw y'all discussing this in the chat. I was I yes. was kind of checked out, but I saw so, so apparently they were all they all used to be in a band called Corpse Molester Cult. Which <laughs> wow. was yeah. So yeah. This is all the members from that band. Now they're this is their new band. I really fucking like this album. Uh it's really fucking great. I listened to it when I was on the uh on the treadmill today at the gym. This fucking motivated me like crazy. It was just everything about it was just so fucking it's brutal, but it's like the melodies are fucking great and the guitar riffing, everything about this is just fucking awesome. Um, what about the one we heard right before that? We heard a band called Asenhell. 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 Uh, you sort of spoiled it while we were listening to it, but I, Dave, I didn't don't know. listen to it. I uh, well, I didn't the, hear. I couldn't really hear anything y'all were saying okay. while I was playing the music. I couldn't hear you. So if the it was band, spoiled, I the it. album was called MP Hora, and we heard the first track on the album called "Follow the Loyal Warrior." George, what did you think about it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I would definitely want to listen more. Dave, yeah, uh, similarly to Dead Talks, uh, based on the strength of that track, I uh, added it to my playlist. I spent the whole track going this sounds familiar this vocalist sounds like somebody you know who he and is no he is I the vocalist from Beat. 
Okay. Michael Polson, yeah, this is his death metal project. So, um, I'm not the world's biggest Volbeat fan. Me either. Uh, me but, either. But when I saw them open for Ghost, they were fantastic. They put on a great performance. Um, and uh, through that set, he was wearing a battle battle vest and the patches he had on it. All yeah. of them, I was like, I want to hear your band that's like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, and so that's what this is. Yeah, this yeah. Is, that's what this is. Because like all of all of his patches were stuff that was way heavier than what Volbeat does. So there's something about him in the news uh, recently. Oh, yeah, he's going undergoing throat operation in October. It's probably from all that screaming. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, something I can't remember why he's what it is or doesn't really say, but. Um, yeah, he's yeah starting soon. That sucks for him, but he said during his recovery time, he's going to write some more music, you know? Cool. Can't perform, so. Good so what did, you, what did you think of that? Uh, without knowing who it was, Dave, was it, is that an uh, album you listened to? Yeah. Like it's I good. said, uh, based on that track, I, I added the album to check out further. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Who does he sound like, though, when he's doing the death vocals? He sounds like somebody in particular. There is, and I'm, I, 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 there was points in, uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to it more, but some of his inflictions and his tones reminded me of like Celt, old Celtic Frost. That's not what I'm thinking of. Hmm. It'll come to you. Maybe. Uh, George, I'm going to start with you. Are there any bands that you've been listening to recently? Uh, let's go to the list. Let me see. Sure, there's something. Well, I'm sure. What sure, about the new, the new Orbit culture? Uh, uh yeah, I want to say I think I it's okay. I think I listened to. Oh no, I haven't listened to the new album. I only listened to their single, their last single. There's so much fucking heat behind that band right now, which is oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. They're touring a lot. They're I've been touring. talking about them for like five years, so fuck up. No, I'm just kidding. It's great. I'm glad for them. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dave? While he's looking, is there anything that you've been going to bring attention uh, to? Night Versus put out a new album. I'm not sure when it came out, but uh, recent. Um, Night Versus? Night Versus. They had an album out a couple of years ago that I found really interesting. And so when I saw they had another one out, uh, I checked it out. It's very, uh, it's very proggy. You'll probably like this, Carrie. Oh yeah. Um, it's it's a little it's odd. Um, I don't know how I would classify it exactly, but it's definitely got a lot of strong prog elements. Oh, I just saw that the last track on it has Justin Chancellor featured. Who's that? Who, he is the bass player from Tool. Oh, cool. I know that. Is this comparable to Tool? Because I'm not a big Tool fan. Not really. Okay. Did you see that Primus and Pucifer and A Perfect Circle are doing a huge tour and they're coming to the Woodlands? Man, why do they got to go to the Woodlands? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't want to see them at the Woodlands. I saw Pucifer last year with my buddy, who's like a huge fan. They're very interesting live. I'll tell you that much. Cool. I'm going to, have to put that on my my listen list. I haven't heard them yet. 
Yeah, I think you'll like it. Let me know what you think. There's yeah, also, sure. uh, this is, uh, so y'all know I like my post-metal, post-rock mm-hmm. stuff. There's a band called Explosions in the Sky. Oh, yeah, they just came out with a new album. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, really good, actually. It, this one is, so Explosions in the Sky is is much softer than a lot of the other like post-rock, post-metal yeah. stuff that I listen to, but I really like them. Uh, they... I'm actually surprised you actually would mention them. Yeah, I like them. I first heard about this band from the TV show Friday Night Lights. That's how Hmm. I first found out about this band. Hmm. They were recommended to me by somebody else. They're from Texas, too, which is awesome. They're from Austin or Dallas. Austin. Yeah. As I recall, yeah. Nice. I'll have to check it out. What about you, uh, George? Anything on your list? Uh, nothing crazy. I haven't really listened to a lot of like new music. I want to say the newest stuff I have is just like the end credits music from Ahsoka. (laughs) All right. I want to say something that song has elements of, I was buried. Well, I was married in, I was buried in Mount Pleasant cemetery from woods of Ypres. There's, there's, tonal parts of that song from the Ahsoka end credits that remind me of that song. Um, well, I want you to, you, 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 I don't know if you ever heard that track, George, but check it out and you, you'll probably, yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. So I've been listening to cool. the Ahsoka soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, I think they really knocked it out of the park with the music on that show. Um, and then I've been listening to a lot of the spirit of drift album. That new Spirit of Drift album is really good. fucking good. good. So that's uh, that's about it, really. I haven't really been listening to it very much. Just kind of re-listening to stuff that I've already liked. Uh, that yeah, that Spirit of Drift is way better than it should be. Um, uh, not that I'm saying that they shouldn't be, but I mean, it should really be. Yeah, it should not be. It should Why not is be so good? damn good. Um, I have a I have a small list here of stuff that I wanted to sort of talk about. Um, the new Alkaloid album. Have you guys ever heard of Alkaloid before? It sounds they're, really familiar. Um, very, uh, think of like cynic, um, very bass, weird bass. Oh, weird, I, I, I have two of their songs liked on here. Yeah. yeah. I, oh yeah. I liked the mouth Colonel, was... Colonel Panic and Clusterfuck. Yeah. Clusterfuck's yeah, a great track. Yeah. It's a couple mm. of cool songs. The whole the album Malkuth is really good. Grimoire, I, I remember the Malkuth Grimoire. Um, I remember enjoying that album, but I cannot remember what it sounds like. Yeah. Didn't uh, they come that, out with a new, like an album? Like a brand new album ago? just came out, yeah. But didn't they come out one like last year, though? Uh, I felt like no. I talked about it a year ago. I don't think so. It's, it's a brand new album. Mm. Um, the next band I want to talk about is this band called Aorsa. Um, they, this is their first full length that just came out, uh, called Monolith. Um, really fucking progressive, thrashy, uh, interesting band. I really dig these guys. Um, they're an independent band, but, uh, I think this first album, it's really, really good. It, there's elements of that remind me of like Nevermore, but it's like more progressive and weird than that. I, I really like it. Um, I think you might like this too, Dave. Yeah, I'm adding it. Uh, the next band I want to talk about is Astral Born. 
Uh, we've, we've played this band on MSR. You're Astral Born. You are Astral Born. Um, I think the production could be a little bit better, but it's, it's actually pretty good. They're the guys are from Ohio. Um, they're melodic death metal. They sound very fucking European, but they're from Ohio. They're really good. Uh, Across the Eons is the name of the new album. Uh, the I'm going to get into some, some fucking phenomenal fucking death doom recently. The Crawling. Oh my God. This first track on the Crawling album, it com- it has like this syncopated like snare drum pattern that it's just fucking infectious. It's such a great album. Um, I really, really like it. Uh, Dark the Suns just came out with a, a brand new album. If you like really traditional death doom uh, element, I think you would really dig this album. Uh, have you heard Grand Cadaver yet, Dave? Uh, I can't remember if I have. They put out a, an album out before. This is a very much in the style of like uh, Swedish death metal, but this is um, Michael Stahn's uh, n- other project. He plays okay. he does vocals on this, of course. He's been very busy. He has been very busy. Um, I want to mention this band called uh, Horrendous. Horrendous. It's horrendous. Have you heard of Dave? Uh, I don't know if I've heard the new one, but I've heard their their old stuff is good. Yes, they're they're a is, solid, like traditional style death metal band. Yes, good, but good they shit. they've added elements that are very spacey on this album. Very, um, you know, you get I get elements of like Lovecraftian shit. It's such well, a do great. You album. Remember? Um, did you ever listen to Mithras? It's like yes. that kind of vibe. Yes, I think so. Okay. It reminds me of uh, Nocturnus in a way. If you remember the key from Nocturnus. Okay. Yeah, um, this is very, very. Uh, these the next two are very new. Um, well, I guess it ain't. Guy name is Dino Jesselnik. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's mm-hmm. a great fucking vocalist. He's been in a bunch of different bands recently, but um, this new album he just put out is called Jesselnik, right? Um, and uh, Jellisick. I'm sorry. I always, I always, it's weird, such a weird name. I'm trying to pull him up real quick. Um, yeah, Dino Jelusik, J E L U S I C K. If, uh, J E L L O. Yes, cr- close to that. <laughs> uh, he's been, he's a, he was a touring member of Trans Siberian Orchestra for a while. Oh, that's cool. Um, he's been, uh, Let's see. I'm trying to think of a band you might know of. Magnus Carlson's Freefall. Uh, Michael Romeo. He had a solo album out last year. Freefallen. Freefallen. Preballen. That's right. Uh, but he's a fucking powerful, phenomenal, like just rock vocalist. And this album's really catchy and and heavy. Um, Jord sounds like a, a pants you would wear in the '80s, but it's not Jord. Um, this jeans. Is, I got the promo for this this week. I listened to it. Way. Right. Um, it's a a black metal band, but it's atmos- it's very atmospheric, black gazy type stuff. Um, ambient, very ambient sounding. Uh, there's this on the new uh, the like the second song on the album. It starts off with this weird, cool, like really low key drum beat. That just fucking it, it sounds 
like it was recorded on like a tape recorder and then just and it just builds and builds into this massive like sound it's really great um i want to mention uh this band no spun we sort of mentioned it earlier when they talked about prog power but one of the best new prog bands i've heard in a long time if you like um between the buried and me with their weird time signatures if you like um toe hider i get a lot of weird toe hider elements haken all that kind of weird um off the wall progressive metal i think these guys are really fucking gonna be up there and i can see why they were handpicked to play at prog power next year for sure um and then the new sorcerer dude have you heard it yet Mm -mm. so good um if if you like you know your traditional doom like candle mass and stuff like that these guys are phenomenal. Um, and then, D- and George, I think you might like the new shade empire shade empire, shade empire. It's they all they sell is like fucking, uh, rugs and shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they're like a, they're a death doom band, but they, they have a lot of progressive elements like electronic music and things like that. Something I think you would actually really dig. Okay. I'll check them out. And then the last band I want to mention is Sorrowful Land. It's the worst fucking land at Disneyland. Sorrowful Land. Sorrowful Land. Sorrowful Land. Um, you, you know, if they put one in, there's already a dedicated Disney crowd that would hang out in Sorrowful Land all the time. All yes. the Disney goths are going there immediately. That's where that's where the Eeyore ride is going to be. <laughs> it's Eeyore. Eeyore is the mayor of that town. Yeah, it's, it's the pin the tail on Eeyore ride. <laughs> uh, but no, these guys are fucking just like top notch funeral doom, uh, slow and heavy and melodic and just symphonic. So good. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's what's on my list right now. I know it's a lot, but I recommend every single one of those bands. George, all of them now, all of them. Now we'll take a break. We'll come back to you when you're done. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, uh, let's let's tickle our geek and then get out of here, please. Let's. George, what's uh, tickling your geek? Davis checked out. <laughs> uh, I got a couple of things on my list. So if you guys want to go first and come back to me, that's fine. No, go first. This is your your time to shine. My time to shine. So uh, what's tickling my geek this week are a few things. Um. Dave, you and I, we both went to a double feature matinee for this movie. We saw Trick or Treat from 1980s, and then afterwards we saw Deathgasm. Do you remember? That was a triple feature. There oh, was that's right. Gate. It was because we the also thought well. the gate was also in there as well. You're oh, right. Crap. You better memory than I. I'm going to add that. I haven't seen the gate. I'm adding that to my list. Well, you haven't seen the gate, man. I that's have not. great. You would love the gate, Carrie. There's also a gate, too, which is not very good, but. It's all right. Uh, anyway, little did I know, I just found out, uh, I, I want to say like last week I found out and I've already, already participated, but there is a Kickstarter out to get Deathgasm 2, yep. the Gormageddon on. So, Gormageddon. so all, all you fans out there, go and pledge to this movie. 
You won't find a funner horror movie to come out except for Deathgasm. <laughs> I dare you to find another horror comedy with this many dildos in it. I alluded to it. It's true. I alluded to it earlier. Uh, an article came out today that they hired Matt Matt Heafy from Trivium to do all the music for the for the movie. Yeah, he's going to score the movie. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's what you, that's what you were hushing him about. Yeah. I didn't want. That's to hilarious the, too because like. The well, first like, one, yeah, they keep Trivium is Trivium. all over the first right. movie. Maybe that, that was like an in, uh, inside gag. They were like, oh, hey, maybe if we mention Trivium enough, they'll help us out. Totally, man. Uh, so anyway, I hope that they they hit their uh, their Kickstarter goal. I think it's like they have a goal of 200000 or something like that, which is, you know, pennies, if you think about yeah. it, an independent movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do have like really higher aspirations. They got some awesome stretch goals. So if you liked horror, you like comedy, if you like New Zealanders, and if you like metal, especially, this is all of that in one package. New Zealand seems to be like there's something in in the water, I guess, in New Zealand that they make the best horror comedies that there are. <laughs> like the best dead ones alive. Can, Come on, yes. Now. Yeah. Housebound. Barry, have you ever seen Dead Alive? Yes, of course. Uh, have you ever seen Housebound? No. Uh, Housebound's great. Yeah, it's, it's funny. House- okay. It's a horror comedy as well. I like horror comedies a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Housebound? All right. Uh, I think it's on Tubi now if you want to stream it. Tubi or not Tubi? Tubi or not Tubi. Uh, so uh, what else? Uh, guys, did you know a new game is coming out next week? Spider-Man 2 on the PS5? Yeah, just a little game called Spider-Man 2. I've already paid off my, my copy. Just got to pick it up when it comes out. Oh, I'm just, I pre-ordered it online. It comes out at, right after my birthday, like four days after my birthday. I just get digital stuff now. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm, just, I'm super really good. excited. So you probably won't hear from me for another like three weeks while I'm playing <laughs> that game. Uh, and what else? Oh, and a trailer from the action master himself, John Woo, starring Joel Kinnaman. I haven't watched the trailer yet. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie called Silent Night, where it's an action movie uh, produced by the peoples of John Wick, but also directed by John Woo. And if you don't know who John Woo is, he is the action master. If you ever watch any Hong Kong uh, action movies with gunplay oh, yeah. and dubs. He's the guy that invented that shit. Oh yeah. Uh, so anyway, John, John Woo is the John Wooiest of the Woos. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Joel Kinnaman's awesome. I love him. And for all mankind, yes. the suicide squad. And he was in another TV show called the killing. So for me, I- I'm all in when it, Joel Kinnaman's and stuff, I'll definitely give it a spin. And the catch on this movie is just like no one will save you. There's no dialogue in this movie either. Oh, Neat. really? Hence the title of the movie, Silent Night. Oh, and it also takes man- place. It also takes place during Christmas. For all mankind has a new season coming out in November. I know. I'm Catherine. Catherine does not give a shit, but I am super excited. I'm excited for it. I'll be excited with you. Thank you. We'll we'll watch it from week to week together. What about you, dear? Uh. I am going to have a, a, a musical weekend in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, 
Now, okay, I'll take one step back. First of all, what's tickling me is uh, it's Halloween season. It's it's yes. the most wonderful time of the year. The best time of the year. Uh, Spirit Halloween has a shit ton of Haunted Mansion stuff in there. <laughs> Way too much. Um, but uh, in a couple of weeks, we're this is not the most metal of music offerings, but I'm excited about both of them. Um, we're going to go see Kansas. I like Kansas. Um, they're doing their like 50th anniversary tour or something, Car- I guess. Carry on my wayward son. Um, and, uh, then Do they the have, follow- have another song. Is that it? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Um, that's it. Sugarland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember seeing the, the ad for it when I was there last. Yeah. They have great. If you like old school, like seventies prog. Yeah. Like shit. they're a proper old school prog band. Yeah. They just, this like, yes, had that a couple of like radio hits. You know, it's not what the band was about, though. Mm-hmm. We're not about making hits and making money. <laughs> well, and uh, so, the, and then the next day uh, after that, uh, we're going to go see Voltaire at Scout Bar. Okay. Uh, if, do you do you know who Voltaire is? I don't really. I know it's like a performance group or something like that. No, it's one guy. Oh, it's, is it? it yeah, um, that's his, his name is Aurelio Aurelio Voltaire. Voltaire, oh. I can talk. I'm running out of words, um, but he's like a goth cabaret performer. Okay. I guess. Okay. Um, he, I've seen him. Uh, play with musicians before, but most of the time I've seen him, it's just him. He brings an acoustic guitar and sings, but there's kind of like a, there's a cabaret quality to yeah. what he does. Um, but uh, that's going to be the second time I've seen him this year. He was at Avant Garden here in town. Oh, cool. uh, I've been there before uh, a couple months back. Um, but and you said the shows are always go, highly entertaining. You said you're about to go see the most non-metal shows. You're talking to the dude who just got a fucking monkey's tattoo. So that's <laughs> true. <laughs> You, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's so, not a competition, Vol- guys. Okay, well, it could be. Yeah, no, Voltaire's good stuff. Uh, I I, very thought, uh, f- funny but thought provoking. Uh, okay, fun but heartfelt. So it was very cabaret uh, type show. The show, I mean, it's some of his music has that feel to it, mm. but like he has, he has a. It, it's all got this like goth thing kind of running yeah. through it all. Uh, he did a country album a few years back. That's nope. the same kind of thing. It's like goth a goth country. country album and it's really good. Okay. Um, yeah. So he, I, he, he experiments a lot. The guy himself is also just immensely creative. He, he did some of the old like uh, animations for MTV back in the day. No, really. Um, like the bumps, the the, the yeah. MTV bumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a couple of those. He's been a, a, a art and animation instructor at a college up in New York. Um, he's got. T- I don't know how the guy gets as much done as he does. <laughs> he does so many things, and it. <laughs> I'm, I don't know where he finds hours to do as right. much as he does. But yeah, he's a really creative, uh, really creative guy. Um, very cool. Uh, George stole one of mine, Spider-Man two. I was excited. I'm really excited for that. Speederman. Speederman. Um, the, uh, there's a new super Mario brothers game called wonder coming out. I'm oh, when does that, that come out? I want to buy that same day. 
Oh, does uh, it really? twentieth, yeah. God damn but it. On the eighteenth of October, there's a, a a game coming out called. I think it's only going to be digital at first, but it's called Hellboy Web of Word. Um, weird. I think it's I, it's weird, isn't it's it? It's Word. I think that's what really? I saw. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, but it's spelled W. I know. The the game developers in an interview said word, so I'm going with their word on it. They should um, t- you should teach them how to pronounce and how to spell. This is a uh upcom it's like a third person beat em up roguelike game. And it's the last uh posthumously released thing that uh stars Lance Reddick. So he's the voice of Hellboy in this in this game. And it looks directly out of a fight, a fucking Mike Mignola uh, comic book art. I watched. Oh, I watched cool. like the first twenty minutes of this on IGN or whatever. Okay. Uh, it looked kind of boring and repetitive. That I'm not going to watch that. Mm, so if the game's really cheap and it comes out, I might get it. Or if it's free on PlayStation Plus, I might yeah. get it. I don't know if it'll be free, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not jumping on this one. I was yeah. really excited because the art style is really yeah. cool. Uh, but after watching like the first twenty-ish minutes of it, mm. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. Maybe I'll stay. Oh, away shit, you're not kidding. Like it literally looks like a yeah. like, Magnolia illustration. Yes, like come, come to, to life. life. That's crazy. Yeah. And also, like it, like the controls, like the fighting mechanics of the game doesn't look super awesome. So I'll let you pick it up and play it, and I'll, I'll let you report back. Okay, I will. Uh, I guess I'll add one more. Um, the 25th anniversary of Infinity from Devin Townsend is coming out. Um, they're going to, he finally, I guess he's remastering it and um, finally having the version he wants. <laughs> um, let's, I'm trying to remember when it's coming out. Sometime this year, I believe. But uh, if you remember the old version of this cover, it was. Uh, him was a, just a white background, basically naked on the cover. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So he's recreated that cover with no hair now. That's, and, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. So yeah, it came out in '98. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not my favorite album by him, but there's some really good tracks on here, um, and it just the the production could have been better. He even will admit that. That's why I'm looking forward to like that's why he's redone Truth a few times because he was never happy with the way this album sounded, you know. But yeah, uh, then uh, a new Insomnium EP comes out soon, and then that's pretty cool too. Two Insomnium releases in one year, not bad. Oh, yeah, that's it for me. Woo woo. Uh, all right, let's uh, wrap this baby up. Uh, first of all, you can find us all over the internet at uh, all the socials at Metal Geeks. Uh, we're at metalgeeks.net where you can find out more information on each episode uh, where you might find a picture of Dave as a, dressed as a Jabberwocky. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. George, what, you, what, what picture do we have from you? We don't know yet. I don't know. All right, that's a perfect I, one. I don't have anything. Um. Uh, of course, you can find us on Facebook. Check out the Metal Geek Society page. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun there, talking about metal and movies and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, what else is there? Oh, yeah. We're on all the places where you can download your podcast with Spotify, your Apple Music, uh, 
Google Music not much longer. Um, apparently, this is all converting into YouTube Music. Um, oh, so, that, that yeah. happened. Uh, that that's been the case. I know, but uh, they're they're actually pulling the plug on the Google Music, whatever it is. Gotcha. Don't know much about it, but I just that's all I know. Um, but yeah, any place where you can download your podcast, we can find us. And uh, check out our sister show, MSRCast, where we uh, play metal and talk about metal. What about you guys? Uh, you can find me at Red Viking Dave and at a uh, art or horror market near you. Perfect. And George? Uh, you can find me at all the social medias. You know, Even threads? Especially, well, I'm not on threads yet. I'm not cool. Or, or 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 Mastodon or TikTok. I'm not. I guess not. Oh, I got a I got a Blue Sky invite this week. So what is yeah. Mastodon? It's like Twitter, but not it, Twitter. It's another kind of like Blue Sky thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I would like a Blue Sky invite, Dave. So when I start, when I start getting them, I'll send you one. Okay. Cool. There you go. So there, I'll be on Blue Sky eventually, peeps. We'll we'll have Metal Geeks on there, and uh, it's uh, at George Tripsis. And if you want to just see like what i've been working on that's where you'll find it all right well uh thank you guys for hanging out with us again and as always we have one last thing we have to say keep it spooky and keep it creepy carnivaly carno carno <laughs> carnival carnivaly carnivaly you can also keep it metal and you can keep it geeky keep, too if keep, you want keep it very psl guys keep it spoopy Pumpkin spice lattes for everybody. No, fuck that. PSLs all around. You're a pumpkin spice guy. Come on. I like, Re- I like reach pumpkin. in, reach in, I reach like in. Pumpkin spice. Reach into your inner white woman, guys. Come on. Pumpkin Whoa. spice is good. Hey, don't say that to people. Don't reach <laughs> okay. into any white woman. Your inner white woman, yourself. No. Into, into yourself. Into yourself. Okay. I was like, don't tell people what to do. You might no, get no, in trouble. No. All right. Well, on that note, see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal.